really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. The other day I pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A-train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate. A volume I had never seen in my lifetime. Now I know what the villagers of Pompeii felt like. Where they were rained down on hot lava, I was... I rained out on those villagers with frothy ejaculate. Woo! All right. What a Monday or Tuesday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yep. Oh, it was a great weekend if you're a Longhorns fan. Oh, and I am the biggest. One and oh, one and oh, yay, Longhorn, fight, 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 next fight, next fight. As I look up, I see the game that's in front of me. I, I, I mean, uh, okay, all right, enough of that, okay, all right, enough of that. Why, why is there an echo? We don't need to have an echo going today. Uh, good morning, ass family. Yes, I, I enjoyed the Texas Longhorn game. Boy, did I cook and eat this weekend. We'll go over that in Lister Mail this weekend. Longhorns are 1-0. I wasn't very vocal. I wasn't as loud as I usually get. But I think we're going to have to save that for this weekend because this weekend is a doozy. I, I mean, that's all I have to say. I mean, oh, what's this? What? Enough of that. Enough of that, that tomfoolery there. Let's get a show started. We're a professional broadcasting show for the love of God. College football kicked off this weekend. Joe Murphy and I will be talking about that on Thursday, along with the first weekend of the NFL coming up this Sunday. But I have to mention this. Uh, college football, all you college football fans, they have agreed to a 12-team playoff now. So it's going to go from 4 to 12. I think that's a lot better. Uh, I, I, I think it's justified. It's going to start in 2026. So that was the late-breaking news on uh, Friday. So there you go. I have reported it. And, yes, we will be talking about it at length mm-hmm. with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Let's say some good mornings. Lots of people here. Uh, look at there, look at there. First one here this morning. Uh, oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. Fucking white people. I, I, I hear you. I, I, I understand. But, uh, hey, good morning to you. I hope that you have another spectacular day today. She says, where is everybody? And then look, and, look, look who comes in next. Hangtown Jen is next. And I hope that you had a spectacular birthday weekend. Maybe you had a dirty potato chip. I don't know. When engaging in doggy, the male pulls out and comes onto the back of the hoe and pulls her in for some spooning. 
All along this ejaculatory fluid is drying to a crust. When you wake up, dip that chip in some dirty boy butter and bone apple teeth. Bone apple teeth? <laughs> uh, Jen, I hope you had a great birthday weekend. Uh, Straight Fire is in the house. He says, good morning, everyone. Let's all enjoy some new ass. Indeed, we will. Good morning to my good friend Jesse over at JS Floors. Uh, I hope that you have a great day, my friend. I, I We chatted a little bit this weekend. He had a bit of the COVID. I hope he's up and around today. Uh, love you, buddy. Hope you're doing well. And we, we're going to talk about your competitors the rest in a little while. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Had a great time camping on an island and made it back to hear some ass. Good. I'm glad you made it back safely. Uh, Derek's in the house. My man, Derek, how are you, my friend? He says... Becca! Becca! Good morning, ass family. Hope you all had a great weekend. And boo, it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's not Monday. It's Tuesday. Uh, here, it's Tuesday taking place on Monday, so time to wimpy to pay up. But boo, Tuesday. Andrew says, y'all, it's Taco Tuesday. I'm ready for some shenanigans. Oh, we're going to be making a phone call in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, 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 that, well just wait till I get there. Just wait till I get there. We got to make a phone call this morning. Uh, Hang Dungeon says, morning again. All right. Has, Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Two days of golf in the 100-degree weather and back to work. Four days till freedom. It was gorgeous here in Texas this weekend. It, it rained a lot again, and, our uh, man, our front yard has never looked so good. Holy shit, it's like we're playing at Augusta. They finally came and cut it yesterday, and they did a piss-poor job of cutting it. They didn't even fucking, they, 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 they didn't even bag it. Hopefully that means they're coming back this week. Uh, top of the morning, Arnie, preparing for a forecast at 114 in Sacramento today. Jesus Christ, don't go out. Stay inside where it's safe and cool. If you have air conditioners going, because I, I know the power grid is failing, thanks to all the plug-in cars. <laughs> Scott says, morning, Arnie and ass family. Stay safe, everybody. 115 in sack. Well, what is it? Is it 114 or 115? Hi, Mom says, good morning, ass. Uh, yeah, it's going to be hot all week in sack. I think it's going to be warm here. Let, let, let me check the forecast here. Uh, I haven't looked at it in a while. Ooh, today's high. Man, oh, man, today's high is going to be 90 degrees. Let's see, Wednesday, 92, Thursday, 89, Friday, 89. These are all sunny days, too, by the way. No rain in the forecast. Wow. Woof. Glad y'all are getting not us. We had our fucking share. It was called June, July, and August. Um. Yeah, well, maybe I did enjoy a dirty potato chip, and thanks, I had a good birthday. Well, that is good. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff to get to today. Now, did you remember? Do you remember that little speech? Let, let, let's go back in time, just just real fast. Not, not that far right there. When Joe Biden came out and said, the MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. No, you didn't. They're a threat to our very democracy. They don't what believe democracy? in democracy. Uh, they, they're a threat to our democracy. That is exactly what he said on stage. And then two, count them, one, two days later, he says... Mr. President, do you consider all Trump supporters to be a threat to the country? Let me answer. I don't consider any Trump supporter 
What? Wait, 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 wait. You just said... The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. No, didn't. They're a threat to our very democracy. Okay, and then... Mr. President, do you consider all Trump supporters to be a threat to the country? Let me answer. I don't consider any Trump Monday, yesterday, Labor Day, he refers to mega Republicans as Trumpies, calls a heckler an idiot who is destroying democracy, and launches the latest attack on extreme right in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, he compares Trump supporters' beliefs to semi-fascism. No, wait, wait. Here, here you go. I, I haven't heard this yet, so let's see what Spring Dipshit says here yards are the after the ads that play here. I, I, this guy is something else. I, I, I have to tell you. Trust from what MAGA Republicans, the extreme right, the, 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 the Trumpies, they want to go to Congress. These MAGA Republicans in Congress are coming for your Social Security as well. I'm going to make close with this. We're a serious moment in our nation history, and it's not high. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. As I said last week, shut up, Joe. We remain in the battle for the soul of America. Even his supporters are like, wait a second, they're coming for our Social Security. Could that be due to the fact that your debt cancellation is actually going to cost a trillion dollars? One trillion dollars. And I do believe that there was somebody who told y'all that it wasn't going to cost like 300 billion. I don't know who that was. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. And all you Biden supporters, all seven of you. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Ah, uh, hang down, Jens. Uh, hang down, Jens. I feel so bad with the latest heat. If it helps our eyes, <laughs> 85 today, mid-afternoon showers, though. They say we are in a drought here, too. I'll take this drought any day over California. And Gold says, we are not a fucking democracy. I, I understand that. I look, look, hey, just let him say it. The old man is senile. He's losing his fucking mind. One day he says they're a threat to security. And then the next day, no, I don't think any Trump supporters are. And then the next day after that. What is, it? is this 51st Dates? Is this the Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore movie where he wakes up every day and he doesn't have any short-term memory? Oh, my God. Now, look, we're going to have a fun show today, I promise. I promise I'm not going to bombard you with all political talk and all that kind of crazy shit. we got to have some fun. But first, we, we do have to have fun with this because this story is so fantastic. Uh, Donald Trump came out yesterday, and Donald Trump is pissed. And I have to say rightfully so. 
I mean, this guy has been made the the Hitler of our generation, yet he didn't take guns away. He didn't imprison people. He didn't raise all these taxes, and he didn't do all the shit that Joe Biden's done in two and a half years. Uh, oh, that went out to all these clowns that throw that word around. I, I understand. I understand. Gold, it, it is frustrating, I know. Donald Trump yesterday tore into FBI agents who rifled through his 16-year-old son Barron's room. Now, now you're going through a 16-year-old stuff. You're going to find some porn, maybe. Maybe a couple socks that are about as hard as a fucking Superman's kneecap. I get it. You do that, and then he comes out and says, yet the FBI has yet to rule on the high crimes and treason found on Hunter's laptop and then suggest that Biden's home should be raided too. Hell yes. What's good for the goose is good for the idiot. By the way, by the way, did you hear one of the reports this weekend that, 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 that in those documents they found, they found some envelopes that said, you know, secret documents or whatever. And they opened up the envelopes, and they were empty. Whoopsie. I guess these aren't the droids you're looking for, huh? Wow. Wow. Oh, by the way, we have a brand new stupid person to add to the list of stupidity. You know. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not like cow milk. You know what I mean? No, I, I have no clue. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, Why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up. Yeah, hurt him. there you go. Or the, the, the winner of all time is still this lady. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. Now, we have a new person to add. Oh, I love when protesters just fucking shit to bed. Here you go. Human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist. And that's just the fact of the matter. There's a new term. Now, do we get to add this to the alphabet mafia? The speciesist? Oh, man. I, I, I don't know what has happened to our country. I, I, really, I really don't know what has happened to our country. A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Yeah, one of the funniest things I still have ever heard in my life. Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Oh, my God. I mean, just the, the stupidity levels are at, at DEFCON billion or whatever the fuck the worst DEFCON could be. <laughs> One more time with that gal? Okay. <laughs> human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist. 
and that's just fact of the matter. That, that, that is fact of the matter. <laughs> Folks are getting dumber. That, that's all I got to say. The, the newer waves of protesters that are out there are actually dumber. I have that labeled protesting dummy. Of all of them, I'm going with the it's vegan, not like cow milk, it's strawberry. And from there, I'm vegan, works for me. <laughs> yeah, the ve- look, the vegan guy is pretty spectacular, thinking that, that strawberry milk comes from strawberries. That's a whole level of stupidity that's just, I, I, I can't even dip that low. Uh, uh, humans are humans, not animals. And the folks in your hardworking tax dollars being used in forgiveness. My God, we are doomed. Yeah, yeah, we are doomed. And and, and look, look, I'm, I'm not going to, this is not all doom and gloom because we have Jean-Pierre the idiot. Oh, by the way, somebody has started a TikTok page for Peter Ducey. And all of his fucking hayas on her and, and other press secretaries. It's genius. But this just happened on Friday. And Peter Ducey, Peter Ducey had nothing to do with this one. That's how delicious this, this one is. This green tea cleansing mask oh, can penetrate into pores, clean. clean pores, and reduces blackheads. Yeah, but As you know, the good news is in August, the economy created 315,000 jobs, which is important. We have created nearly 10,000 million jobs since President Biden took whoa, office. Whoa, 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 whoa. How many was that? One more time, hon nearly 10,000 million jobs since President Biden took office, uh, which is the fastest job growth in history. Nearly 10,000 million jobs since President Biden took office, uh, which is the fastest job growth in history. So you're asking me, where's the success? Here it is. Wait, let me finish. Wait, wait, hold on. 10,000 million new jobs. Oh, did she step in it? Oh, poor gal. Uh, you know, here's my question. Here's the question I have. Strawberry milk comes from red cows, duh. Yeah, 10,000 million is what the lotto is up to right now. I made 10,000 million fake jobs. Woo! Derek's laughing. Hot Mama's laughing. That's your press secretary. Oh, well, what, what's her name? McElhaney, uh, uh, our, our girl, the, the former Trump one. She would have never fucking made a mistake like that. Look, I, I, I let people make mistakes, but you can't sound like a second grader. I have 10,000 million of these. Jesus God. The fuck is wrong with this administration? This is what we have leading us? And then to follow them, to follow them, we have... It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not, like, cow milk. You know what I mean? Odd. You know, I used to look forward to the nursing home in, like, in like four years. By the way, my birthday's right around the corner. It's next week. It's a week from this Saturday. Um, I don't know if I want these people taking care of me. I, I, I really don't. <laughs> Cold says she's black and lesbian. Leave her alone, you bigot. 
Exactly how much is 10,000 million? Well, yeah, let me just say it's a lot. I made infinity jobs, so I won. <laughs> I knew that y'all would love that. Oh, one more time on. Kate, Kate, can we get it from you one more time? Come on. It's a million jobs since President Biden took oh, office. Loud and proud, honey. Jobs, which is important. We have created nearly 10,000 million jobs since President Biden took office, uh, which is. 10,000 million new jobs. Wow. <sighs> Xavier had to get a new name tag at work. They asked my 20 year old son what his preferred pronouns were. For the tag, he said none. The HR lady uh, said he really needed to choose at least one he, him, or she, her. He hand-wrote in alien. He's waiting to see if they put it on his tag. <laughs> Xavier identifies as alien. Gold says infinity times two, I win. Uh, I have infinity times infinity plus infinity. There you go. The, I, I mean, uh, this is what we have in the White House now are a bunch of eighth graders. Not even that. All these new jobs. Where are the IRS and FBI agents? That's where they've hired the 10,000 million of them is with the IRS. God, I can't wait to see all those people fired. Sorry, but not sorry. All right. Now it's time to start having fun. All right. We, I've told you all the bad stuff. Well, there's one other bad story. I'll, I'll save that near the end. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have a number for Chicago this weekend. If you were thinking 46 people shot, eight people dead, then you would be correct the mundo. That's what happened in Chicago this weekend, along with the stupid mayor, Mayor Gollum. Nobody likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. Murderer. <laughs> Correction, they hired 870 hundred IRS agents. I swear if this press secretary resorts to because I said so or I'm going to rubber your glue, it's not going to shock me. No. Well, the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, has claimed that Governor Wheels, uh, Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, is manufacturing a human crisis by sending 54 migrants to Chicago on air-conditioned buses, by the way. Approximately uh, this day, we've already sent 3774. Uh, they have illegally crossed into Mexico, into Texas. But it, for some reason, it's, it's manufactured these numbers. So let's call City Hall in Chicago. Found a number earlier this morning. Let's go. Hello, calling. Let's see, uh, recents. We'll hit that. Okay, let's try calling that shit again. I don't know why it's not connecting. Hmm. Interesting. Let's try on another phone, shall we? Uh, let's see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Maybe they don't like stars. Uh, they don't allow star six seven. I've enabled my Wi-Fi calling. Wow, that's weird. That is so weird. Let, let, huh? All right, let's see this one. Hmm. Very interesting that the City Hall of Chicago you cannot get through to. Hmm. That's not a problem. I guess that could be why there's so many fucking shootings there. Uh, 54 people to a city of millions is going to push them over the edge. That's the claim they're making. 54 fucked up the whole vibe until those 54, they had a handle on it. I call bullshit. My dream is to see him rolling through a Senate meeting, running over toes and giving no fucks. Oh, I bet you he would. Hold on, we, we got to look up. Uh, let's see. Uh, let, let, let's see if I can find the mayor uh, of Chicago. So, mayor of Chicago uh, office phone number. All right, let's try this one here. Okay, that one has a different number, so it goes to R67. Three one three one two, okay. Seven four four thirty three hundred. Oh shit! I hit the wrong thing. Damn it! Okay. Let's see if this goes through. Oh, it's going through. Sweet, Mayor of Chicago. Should be open. It's fine. It's fine. I'll leave a message. You know I'm not afraid. Hmm. Not very happy about this. We have city council members. Ward 34. Okay, let's call Ward 34, huh? Uh, they have a different area code. 773-928-6961. Party you are trying to reach does not accept unidentified calls. Mm-hmm. Please try your call again later. Okay, I might not do that. We'll try one more. Uh huh. One one zero zero. All right, here we go. This is uh, Anthony Beal, Ward Nine. 
Ninth Ward Automobile's office. I may help you. Oh, yes. Uh, I heard some gunshots going off. Is that because of the new illegal aliens that are in town? I, I'm very scared for my well-being. I've been in Chicago all my life, and I don't know what to do. Okay. Um, you would have. We don't have any information about shots being fired right now. That would be the police you have to call. Oh, okay. well, what about all those Mexicans that they're bringing in? I don't like that. Okay, that is not at all to Miss Hands. You have to call the, the mayor's office for more information I about tried. that. I tried. Nobody's there. Is the mayor's office not, closed? Uh, they should be open. I mean, is she looking for her precious ring? I, I'm not sure. I'm so sorry. I don't have any information on that. Right. They didn't vote on it or anything. So, that yeah, we, we heard about it just like you did on the news. It's crazy. Do you know when Chicago Fire is coming back on TV? <laughs> I do not. All right. Well, you have a good day, young lady. You too, and you stay safe, okay? God bless you, and God bless Texas. Okay. There it is. <laughs> uh, an alderman is kind of like a city council member, but they it's kind of old school because Chicago's an old city. So an alderman is kind of like, he's like a mini mayor. He or she is kind of like a mini mayor of that area because the city is very, very big. And you have different wards of the city. So an alderman is kind of like he answers to the mayor. That, that, that's what I, I would think it is. Uh, what a sweetheart. <laughs> is it all them Mexicans? And by the way, that's not racist. because. And, and somebody once told me, Arnie, you know, calling them Mexicans is racist. I'm like, no, it's not. If they're from Mexico, they are. That's right. You said it, Mexicans. No, it, it's more political. Uh, what do they call? Uh, what do they call those guys in the church? Uh, do they call them aldermen, or they call they they're called something similar to that? But yeah, I've lived in Chicago all my life. Was it called God Bless Texas? <laughs> Good morning, ass family. Happy Taco Tuesday, Douglas. Happy uh, Tuesday to you as well. Yes, the city of Chicago is very upset that they're letting all these illegal aliens in, yet they're making room for them. Hello, eight more people were killed this weekend in gunshots. 46 people were shot, so there's a possibility we could have a few more deaths. I love it when, when the mayor of Chicago tells people what to do. Hey, hey, Gollum. How about looking over your shoulder and fixing your city? I'll tell you what, if that lady, if, if she gets reelected, Chicago, you deserve to burn down again. I said it. I'm not afraid to say it. If by chance you reelect Mayor Gollum, I hope the city burns down again. I said it. I said I said it. Sounds like she might have a single brother for me. Giggity, giggity. You're out. I'm glad that you wrote because uh, <clears throat> I meant to talk about this in the college football rant earlier on. Everybody told me, Arnie, 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 you got to watch this thing on Netflix. This Manti Teo thing. If you don't know who Manti Teo was, he was a fucking world-class football player. Went to the University of Notre Dame. Was going to be a first-round draft kick. The kid was a stud. 
But right around the time they played for the national title, the story surfaced that his girlfriend and his grandmother both died in the same day. Well, about two or three days later, Deadspin decided they're going to look into this because this, the media reporting was kind of shoddy, saying, well, grandma died first than the girlfriend, or the girlfriend died first than grandma. Nobody could get a real thing. Uh, that reminds me, did you get his sheep recording this last weekend? Uh, he, he did this one again. I practiced preaching to Billy Goats at the Good Shepherd Children's Home. They said, amen, Brother Greg. <laughs> that right there is fucking fantastic. Um, so everybody said, Arnie, Arnie, you got to watch this. You got to watch this man, Titeo. I said, okay. And I remember the story. Uh, the, the poor guy got catfished. Now, now, look, let me just tell you a real quick story. That happened to me as well. It happened to me about four years before it happened to Manti Tao. And by the way, it only happened to me for about a week and a half, which was, by the way, too long. I felt like an idiot the entire time. Um, Manti Tao, I'll tell my story after I tell you Manti Tao. Uh, so this guy was going to be a first-round draft pick. All this stuff happened. They go to the national title game, and they get fucking swallowed, I believe it was, by Alabama. Shocking. Bastards. Can't even let the Catholics win. Um, and this story surfaced, and he was, he was put on the same list as hated athletes as, as Lance Armstrong. And I'm sitting there going, wait a second, he didn't do anything wrong. And look, everybody made fun of him because he had this girlfriend for three years that he never met and all this kind of stuff. And I kind of got it. I mean, three years seems to be a long time that she's busy. And he's easy, easy, even, easily a way better person than I am because he said he forgave the dude that did this. Yes, it was a dude. I got to say, though, I was very turned off by this whole thing because the dude that catfished him has now turned into a transgender and is now a female Samoan, meaning she, she, she likes a lot of poi. I, I just have to say, when, when they threw the transgender thing in me, I, at me, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just done with it. And I have some stories coming up that are really going to make you as done with it as well. Uh, I felt bad for Manti Tao. I, like this one, I'm going to watch the other untolds. There, there's one on the referee that fixed basketball games. There's one on and one. When the, uh, the yachting one where Australia beats the, uh, in the U.S. Cup, the, the Yachting Cup, well, I forget what it's called, but they named it after America due to the fact that America always won the race, except this one year. And then they're teasing one about Johnny Manziel. I'll probably see that one. But the Manti Teo one, uh, it maybe it hit too close to home for me. Uh, I had somebody who was uh, <clears throat> sent me a friend request, just like the Manti Teo thing. We started talking, and those phone calls went on for hours at a time. And I, I, I blame this on me not being good with women at all. And, and I allowed it to happen until finally uh, a friend of mine's like, look, man, th this can't be real. Th there's no way. Because th this is the way it starts. So we were supposed to go on our first date like four days into this phone call. And we're talking, we're talking, right? And then she's in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. She's a, a skier and like a, a model. And look, I, I, I don't necessarily deem me model worthy, but at the time, being the most powerful man in Sacramento radio, I could get a model. 
So she calls me. I was I remember I was playing golf at Whitney Oaks that day. No, 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 no. I, I was at I was at Wood Creek. I was playing golf at Wood Creek with some friends. And I got a text message saying, Hey, I broke my ankle skiing today. I'm not going to be flying home. And I'm like, oh. Okay. So a few hours goes by, get a phone call. She's crying, saying they did her blood work. And lo and behold, her ovarian cancer's back. Now she has to fly down to the University of Texas Medical Center. Now, now this is only like four years after my mom died. She didn't die of ovarian cancer, but she did die of cancer. And I was like, okay. And then finally, a friend of mine kind of, he said, well, let, let, let's drive by her, her work, and we'll use my car. I said, okay. And we used his car, and I, I kind of ducked down and drove by. And it was weird because I drove by. We drove by. It was on Sierra College, right over there by the Jack in the Box over on Sierra College. And uh, Douglas drove by there. I get a phone call like two minutes later because I guess I didn't duck down enough. Said, hey, uh, a friend of mine from work just called and said, you drove by my office. And I'm like, huh? I was like, wow. Well, no, no, not at all. And she described the car perfectly. And I'm like, no, no, I'm actually driving my car right now. She's like, oh, okay. So right then and there, I knew. I knew it was fucking on. So the next day, I got off the show, you know, chatted, texted with her. Everything was fine. I went the back way to her office to where her office window couldn't see the uh, car. I pulled in, and I walked right into her office. And I said, hey, I thought you were in Austin. And this girl's face turned white as a ghost. White as a ghost. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, and I'm, you know, I can be loud. This is only at about a, a nine and a half. I, I'm, I'm screaming at her, you know, what's wrong with you? Why would you do this? What the fuck? Lo and behold, her little boss waddles in. You know, this poor guy, he's probably got three kids at home he hates, a job he can't stand. And now you've got this fucking angry, tattooed beast in your office. And he walks in there. He says, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And I looked at him and I said, sir, I'm going to ask you to shut the fuck up and get out of here before I kick your ass too. He waddles out, I'm sure, to call the police. And I looked at this broad and I, I was like, don't ever fucking reach out to me again. Don't ever fucking call. Don't ever text. I already know it's you. As I'm walking out. Yeah, our rally. Look at that. Good morning to you, my friend. Good to see you. As I'm walking out, one of her little uh, office mates runs out to me and says, Arnie, Arnie, we're so sorry. We knew this was going on for the last week, blah, blah, blah. And I look there, I go, and, and I, I don't like using the word bitch directly towards women. I just don't. I was raised better than that. Well, my raisin got thrown out the window. And I said, bitch? Why didn't you fucking tell me? We, 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 we didn't know. And I, and I walk back in. I go, see, your even office mates hate you, you fucking cunt. Slammed the door and left. Never, ever heard back from her. But it happened. 
And by the way, do I forgive her like Manti Teo? Hell no. Hell no. You, know, the, the, you don't fuck with people who've lost loved ones due to cancer. You just don't. That is a no fucking no. Oh. But the Manti Teo thing, just, uh. and, and, of course, they had to throw the, the transgender shit in there. And I'm just sitting there going, can, can we just have a break with the transgenderism for, like, five minutes? And the answer is no. No. You want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. There is an article that has been released. Men, listen up. Or, you know, natural-born men, real men. This article says we need to encourage men to pee sitting down to be more inclusive of trans men. Holy shit! This is written by Jamie Bronstein, moron. Not every man is able to pee standing up. It's time for men to take a seat on the throne to create more of an inclusive environment in the men's room. Well, first of all, there is no inclusive environment in a men's room. We go in there and we pee and we poop and we leave. That's it. We ain't in there telling jokes, hanging out, cutting hair. No, 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 no. All that shit that goes on in the gal's bathroom, like I, I, and I'm an expert on this because I've seen Pulp Fiction a lot of times, uh, where, where the gal walks in there and there's girls in there and they're talking and they're doing cocaine and they're smoking, vomiting, doing all their shit. That's not what happens in the men's room. Okay? You go in there, you go to a stall, and the first rule of the, 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 the men's room is Unless it's the last stall, you'd never stand right next to a guy. Ever. It's the creepiest thing in the world. It'll get you stabbed. If, if you walk into a john, right, you're walking into the head, the toilet, the can, whatever the fuck you want to call it. My rule of thumb is, because I do have a tad bit of a shy bladder, I walk to the furthest fucking urinal, at the end. That's my rule of thumb. And it, it, it no matter if there's four stalls on the wall or, or ten. If I'm the only one going, you shouldn't be standing anywhere near me. This isn't the movie theater thing where I sit down and then there's an entire theater and you sit right next to me. No, that's unacceptable as well. But this one could get you hurt. Two things on mass shootings. One, St. Paul, Minnesota. Really? Who would have thought Minnesotans were shooters? I never would have guessed it. And do you think mass shooters, before uh, they become one, they watch the news? Uh, I don't know. Mass shooters. uh, That one in Minneapolis was taken out by a good guy with a gun. So why stop there, Arnie? Let's all lop our balls off in solidarity with these freaks. I, for one, think sitting down should be 100% required at home. Less cleanup, and I would imagine bet... But public areas, I say, do whatever makes you more comfortable. He'd be afraid you'd pee on me. Be afraid you'd pee on me. Uh, okay, so 
Uh, this person writes it, as I was transitioning, I forgot, found it triggering to constantly have to use the stall when going to the bathroom with cisgender male friends. My best friend since college recently confessed to me. She had already educated me thoroughly on many times and issues faced in the transgender community. No, no. Hey, hey, gals, why don't you pee standing up? Take your pants off. Ain't it like just like a fucking laser beam that goes to the ground? Stand over the toilet, pee in there. Y'all need to sit down. Y'all need to sit down when you poop. Pretty much every super hungover dude has peed sitting down, right? Well, I haven't been hungover in 25 years, and I can't remember sitting down back then. I would pee the bed before I pee sitting down back then, and did. Sitting while peeing gives you a strong sense of feeling safe. Putting a more positive spin. No! No! I don't want to sit down when I pee. You know who's really against this is the zipper industry. The zipper industry is like, fuck that, dude. This is why our products exist. Oh, wait, this is simply because a man changing to a woman does not want to feel uncomfortable in public. Well, it's a woman changing into a man. So the rest of the public has to change their ways. That's bullshit. You're right, it's bullshit. But they keep doing this to us, saying, accept us, accept us, accept us. You have to accept us. We don't have to do shit. Look here. Look here. You want to go to you, you want to go from gal to guy? And not get the hardware done? You don't want to fix your own plumbing? I don't even know. Hold on now. Hold on. Here's a question. I I, I just don't know this. If a gal transitions into a dude, can can they, and and they're given the the prosthetic PP, and, and, you know, they sew all that shit together, they turn their, they're, they're female goods into male goods. It's all jacked up, I guess. Can they not pee through that? Do they still got to pee like a gal? Uh, I don't know. My ex used to make the boys to, uh, sit down to pee. Easy cleanup. I hated it. That's terrible. <laughs> Jesse says, I'm pretty sure they call them child molesters. I'll gladly pee on them while they're sitting down. Oh, I have a story about molesters next, and it is infuriating beyond this story even. Uh, well, I would love to be able to stand and I pee. It, it's fa- it is awesome. We can go anywhere we want. That's the proudest part of being a man, not fathering a child. It is urinating while standing, and I will never give it up. Douglas says, I shouldn't have to accept anyone if I don't want to. You shouldn't. No. Look, you, you want to change. You want to do all that shit good. You aren't in my life. The end. I have a peewee or go girl. It's kind of like a funnel to learn to pee standing so that when I snow camp, I don't have to get out of the tent. I can pee in a bottle, except I can't pee out of the thing for shit. Gets all over my hand. I guess I need to keep practicing. Yeah, or it just wasn't meant to be. 
I bought a stand-up pee thing, go girl for hiking, camping, etc. Used it three times. Pee ran down my legs twice. It's easier just to squat. If a guy sits to pee, he's no man. Yeah. Just use the transmission funnel, ladies. This is so funny. They want people to sit down when they pee so that the transgenders feel better. Okay. So then, when, when, hold on a second here. What if you're the Caitlyn Jenner? Oh, I, I think Caitlyn's had the surgery. She, she got the, uh, the wiener lopped off. But let's say you ain't willing to go that far. You just dress like a gal. You do everything as a gal. But you still got the twig and berries. And you go to a woman's room, and you go into one of them stalls, and you don't close the stall door, or you do, and the ladies are walking by to see which stall they can have. Ladies, are you not going to be freaked out when you see heels pointed at you instead of toes? Does this mean that women need to start standing in the re- in the restroom as well to make the transgender feel better, or is this just men? Because I got to believe you're going to say hell no to that as well. This is ludicrous. Why is it that we have to adhere to your demands because you're changing? Why is it that you, this is the thing I hate about our society. These things that trigger you, that the triggers are your responsibilities. They're not mine. I don't know you. I don't know what's going to trigger you. And if by chance I do trigger you somehow, I can say for about 90% surety here, if surety is a word, that I did not do it on purpose. Now, there is a 10% possibility that I could be in asshole mode. I'm not going to say it's 100% because it's never 100%. But if I say something that triggers you and then you take it out on me, That's on you, motherfucker. And this is what we need to start fucking telling the children, telling these youngsters, this is not ours. This is yours. If you don't feel safe in an environment, then fucking leave it. Don't ask others to leave. I saw that video again the other day of the college thing that happened at uh, Arizona State. Now, by the way, thanks to this show, the ACL, you looked in and find that college. Yes, you're welcome. When these two students were sitting there doing work, eating Chick-fil-A, one kid had a uh, the, the, the flag sticker that has the blue line supporting the police, and they said they didn't feel comfortable with those two sitting there studying. And then asked them to leave. Well, if you don't feel comfortable somewhere, so, so the next time, next time, God forbid this happens to anybody in the ass family, next time you're in a convenience store and somebody's robbing the convenience store, I want you to look at the robber and go, excuse me, I don't feel comfortable with you in here right now. Could you please leave and see what happens? You see, I say that in jest. I say that in joking because what happens is the robber will then shoot you. If you don't feel comfortable somewhere, then leave. 
hey, you can tell everybody that it's a very uncomfortable setting there. You can you can rant and rave online. You can do all this shit. By the way, I do believe that I have somebody who's coming after me on social media. I had a post taken down from the Arnie State Show page last night by Facebook that said, the, and, and by the way, I'm not mad at the person that put it up there because I didn't even put it up there. I, and I'm going to out it. It's the Warbird who put it up there. Warbird, hope you had a great burning, man. And I'm not throwing you under the bus here. You and I aren't that close this week because Texas plays Alabama. But you put something up on my page a year ago, and it was hilarious, and it's been up there for an entire year about the bad pullout job that Joe Biden did in Afghanistan and with Hunter. And they said that crossed community standards. A year late. See, this is, this is I, I, I'm going to completely blame social media right here, right now. Because when somebody puts something up on social media and it hurts somebody's feelings, the first thing that person does is they go to whatever in the metaverse and they go, that offended me. Take it down. And for some reason, the powers that be go, oh, okay, yes, we'll listen to you, the one person that it offended. Hello, this is my third TikTok page. I'm shadow banned all the time. I was up to 125,000 followers, and they just took my page from me because somebody complained. Instead, what you should be teaching them is this. If there's something that you see that offends you or upsets you, then block that page and don't ever go back to it. You fucking pussies. But instead, we have to go and we have to feel good for them. Oh, gosh, they're offended by this. Oh, well, we'll take it down or we'll take their page down. We'll take all their hard hours of work they put into this page and say, fuck you to them because one person is offended. By the way, by the way, the FCC does the exact same thing. All it takes is one complaint. Blame the Kardashians. Oh, I blame them for everything. Uh, scans the groups and takes action. Someone might not have reported it. Uh, a year later, are they just scrolling looking for shit to be unhappy about? It happened last week on another page, on my page, my personal page, something that's been up there for like two years. I forget what it was, but I just said, fuck it, take it down then, okay? I ain't going to fight you on it because it's your fucking rules that you keep changing. These community standards. You know what? Let, let, let's just have a talk real quick and say fuck community standards. And when I say fuck community standards, I mean fuck community standards. We have children as young as four years old using the word fuck and bullshit and all this kind of stuff. Parents allow that shit. You know what would happen if I got caught saying a bad word in front of my parents? Whap! They didn't have time to waste with soap. I had an agreement with my parents that I could curse in front of them at age 13. And by curse, I mean say words like damn, hell, asshole, maybe. Shit was about the dirtiest thing I can say. I'll never, ever forget it. When I was 17 years old, actually I was 18, 
uh, I'm driving. I was driving my mom to work. I used to have to drive my mom to work. And uh, in the morning at Dr. Pepper, driver in, and somebody cut me off, and I said, you fucking asshole. My mother, I've never seen her move her head that fast. She looked at me, and she says, you will never say that word around me ever again. I don't care how old you are because you don't say that word in front of a lady. Now, times have changed. I'm willing to say that times have changed. But this idea of a community standard, I love when people put on there, can you watch the language? My children are on Facebook. What the fuck are your children doing on Facebook? has, Has nobody realized that the Internet is probably the most dangerous place on Earth? Hello, that's why I live here freely. Fuck, cock, shit, cunt, piss, urine. I I mean, I can say the worst of the worst shit here. And I don't have to worry about anything. Because there are no community standards when it comes to the internet. Uh, Let's see. Um... They don't outline community standards either. Wow, they just took a page right from the FCC's books. Times have changed for the worst. I always adhere to rules are rules, but when those rules are not accepted evenly, that's when I call bullshit, and so do I. Look, look, when it comes to the metaverse, where, where it's Facebook or Instagram or even t- TikTok to me just fucking pisses me off. The dirty shit that they do allow on there, but I get taken down for a few fucking off-color jokes. Yeah, I'm bitter about it. Oh, I, I, I am. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even. I, I, I'm, I'm not even gonna hide it. I am bitter as fuck that my hundred twenty-five thousand came down with no warning at all, and I have busted my ass. I've, I've used V Coop has helped me with some great fucking jokes. And I'm just waiting for one of them to get flagged. I like TikTok, but man, oh man, it is it is fucking anger. It angers me. It's like, this is where, if you want to know something, this is where I get these from. When engaging in doggy, the male pulls out and comes onto the back of the hoe and pulls her in for some spooning. All along, this ejaculatory fluid is drying to a crust. Those are all off TikTok. There you go. There's my little secret. And, and my one joke, this is the funniest thing about the TikTok thing and the rules. The joke that got me to go viral was, what do you do when a dog stop, stop, won't stop humping your leg? You pick him up and suck his dick. I got over 5 million views of that. That's advertising that I don't have to pay for, for ArnieRadio.com. Five million views. And it was up there for about 14 months. Five million views, and then they said, that one needs to be taken down. That was like right before the anarchy of my entire page. Five million people, over a million likes on it. But you got to take it down. I hate it. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're funny as fuck, Arnie. Thank you. 
I don't cuss in front of my mom or grandma. It's just a respect thing. And that's what I learned with my mom. I had to, I had to do that. <laughs> Scott says, wow, Arnie's... Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Was TikTok. Go figure. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, I respect uh, mom the utmost, but I've got a trash mouth. Often it's my mom who will give me shit nudge or give me nudge. Uh, open snarky mouth gets results, yep. So there you go. Once again, we have to adhere to them, them not adhering to us. All right, last, well, I don't know. This might be the last story of this segment. We'll see. I'm so embarrassed that this happened in the great state of Texas. This happened at Franklin High School in El Paso, which I barely count as part of Texas. A Franklin High School English teacher strawed up, uh, stirred up a debate with parents and students. She wants to call uh, pedophiles maps. Minor attracted persons. And she said, and I, I, I heard the video of it, I, I wasn't able to save it. She says, we're going to call them maps. Quote, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, in the video, uh, the, uh, the teacher can be heard, stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it. We are not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. Minor attracted persons. I hope you're all sitting down for this next line. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. This woman actually told a high school kid, don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. I'm going to give you all a minute on that one. I need to refill my Dr. Pepper here. Dr. Pepper Zero, by the way, still going strong. Um, this is a new push that's going on, and it's not happening just in El Paso. This is something that's happening all across the country when it comes to pedophiles. Maps, now, that's the first time I've ever, ever heard it referred to as that. Um, I would have my kids say, you know, my uncle is Chris Hansen, right? Back to what I said earlier, times are getting worse. She was expressing how it was ridiculous how we society might not be able to call people pedophiles, that we will probably have to start calling them maps because it can be offensive to pedophiles. Um, um, I have to say, uh, I don't give two flying fucks what is offensive to pedophiles. You are raping a child. That's it. There's no such thing as consent. A five-year-old has no idea what consent is. One of the parents got on to Facebook and says, I'm glad the school is taking serious and investigating. I look forward to seeing the results. 
this 18-second snippet that sounds terrific, but it's also without any context. It doesn't need any context. She says we will not call them pedophiles anymore. We'll call them maps because we can't judge people who are sexually attracted to five-year-olds. Yes, yes, I can. I can judge those people. Just at, and, and isn't this funny? We can't, we, we, we can't judge pedophiles, but if you wear a red hat that says anything about making anything great, hashtag Sydney Sweeten, great boobs, euphoria, uh, we're going to cancel you because you support Donald Trump. But hey, you want to rape a kid? You go right ahead. Here's the key to the city. What kind of world are we living in right now? I'm lost. Jen says, uh, Straight Fire says, goodbye, sweet America, just goodbye. Um, No, they are pedophiles. Learn it, spell it correctly, and judge those motherfuckers to the fullest. Prosecute them to the highest level of the law. Uh, Jesse just texted me. Uh, this is fucking grooming. I told you they're child predators. Yes, that's what they are. You want you want to call them? Uh, they, you can call them pedophiles. You can call them predators. You can call them menaces to society, uh, future felons. You can judge a lot by what prisoners think of other prisoners. You kill a cop, which I think is horrific and terrible, but you know what? You're going to run the show in the big house. You fuck a kid, guess what? You're going to die in there because they don't even like you. Shouldn't that explain something right there? I guarantee they're going to add a letter to the LGBTQLMNOP for this shit. Yeah, it's going to be maps. Um, Let's see. Uh. Do not put an acronym on it. Make it something less than it's a vile crime. It's let's not forget that it's the most vile crime out there. I'll say it. The worst crime in society is child molestation. Everybody will say, well, wait, 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 what about murder? And I've had this on lock for a lot of years. Murder is terrible, but at least the victim doesn't have to live with it anymore. These children that are getting raped by adults, they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. It's disgusting. But, Arnie, they will all provide proof that shows that five-year-olds like sex. Follow the science, right? Yeah, I'm sure that Dr. Fauci's behind it, too. When is map hunting season? Not soon enough. I couldn't even think or touching a five-year-old that's a sick mental issue. It is gross. It's gross. Even if it is a mental issue, we should not lessen the impact we should. Uh, Yes, we shouldn't. Not make it okay. Uh, It's not a map. It's a crime. We should be given a medal of honor from the government for execution of a pedophile. Amen. Hold a fire test for maps and map supporters in Afghanistan. Hey, in Afghanistan, it's say okay Do we want to start living like, you know, dirt people over there? I'll say it. I ain't afraid. Oh, that Arnie State Show, he's just racist. No, I'm not racist. I'm just telling it like it is. And people live in dirt over there. And we subsidize it or subsidize it. 
us along with Saudi Arabia. We let them live in dirt. Brady Kid says, I don't even want to change my grandson's diaper. Yeah, I that, come on. This is getting to be so stupid. You can't just, I, I, I'm still, I, I, I heard the video. When I heard the video, I about rolled out of bed. I, I found this story late, late last night, and I couldn't believe it when I heard this teacher at a high school say, you can't judge someone that is sexually attracted to a five-year-old. The fuck I can't. I can judge whoever I want, whenever I want. You want to know why? Because I'm the one judging them. See, this is, the, this is that other thing. This is the thing where I told you about. Where, where if you don't like something, don't look at it. If I knew of someone that was sexually attracted to five-year-olds, that person would be removed. From, if they were in my life, they would be completely removed from my life. Why? Because I don't want to hang out with them. That, that, that's weird to me. Uh-uh. They're not getting accepted. I'm not inviting them over for Thanksgiving dinner. Who knows? They might try to fuck the turkey because the turkey's young. We can't. We just uh, talk and help children focus more on child hunger issues. My job here is to protect children, not hurt them. Yeah. And what are that teacher? Will they be fired, reprimanded? They're investigating right now. I hope so. Trade maps for Brittany Griner. <laughs> it's Lee sip, Slippery Soap. Make mental illness normal. Start with trans and kid diddlers. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Shit. They've already done it with the trans people. Trans, you can't get more mainstream now than a transgender person. Now, look, I'm not making the rules here. I'm just reporting what's in society. So I got to take my knee brace off. Itching. Uh, it's beyond, I'll say it right now, especially in the the Hollywood culture and all this kind of bullshit in the, in the internet culture. Like back when we were growing up, celebrities were celebrities because they actually had a talent for something. Now celebrities are people that lip sync things on, on social media pages. They don't even have a talent. They, they lip sync something that a talented person had already done. Or they do a dance that was choreo- choreographed by someone with talent. That's what passes for a celebrity today. 30 million followers for these people. Some of these podcasts with people who have no idea how to broadcast get huge numbers. Why? Because the younger society is so fucking stupid. (sighs) Mm -mm -mm. All right, last thing here before I take a break, before we get the listener mail. Are you implying that the map is going to provide the stuffing for a young turkey? Yes. Um, I don't know if anybody got to see this. Uh, this is why you don't go to uh, the grocery store uh, or, or the, the, the mall parking lot uh, carnivals, or you don't go to one in India. They had one of these there rides there, right? Okay, they had one of them rides that, that falls to the ground, you know, kind of like a cliffhanger, but it's spinning. So they put a double thing on there going, okay, we're spinning, and then we're going to drop you to the ground. Well, they dropped him to the ground. There it is, spinning, spinning. Okay, it's falling. And, oh, wait, wait, where's the brakes? Oh, dear God. 
<laughs> no breaks. <laughs> you know how, like, like, like when you're falling that, there's either like a ramp it goes up or there's breaks that stop it. The only breaks that stopped this was the bottom of the ride. Holy shit. People are bouncing out of their seats. Yeah, I think I'm good on fucking rides now for a while. Woo! Yikes, that one's going to sting for a while. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. And you know when we come back, we have Lister Mail brought to you by JS Floors. Coming up next. said, I'll love you till I die She told him you'll forget in time As the years went slowly by She still prayed upon his mind He kept 
her picture on his wall Went half crazy now and then But he still loved her through it all Hoping she'd come back again Kept some letters by his bed It in 1962 He had underlined in red Every single I love you I went to see him just today Oh, but I didn't see no tears All dressed up to go away First time I'd seen him smile in years He stopped loving her today It placed a reef upon his door And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today You know, she came to see him one last time Oh, and we all wondered if she would And it kept running through my mind This time, he's over her for good He stopped loving her today It placed a reef upon his door Soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today They say this drink will kill me I don't know Lord, it might be true But if I stop I'll just die from you leaving So either way that I go it's cause of you Death can come from this broken heart Or it can come from this bottle so I prolong the agony He bartender I think I hit the throttle I don't care how the preacher might preach me About the evils being drunk with wine I don't care how the doctor might warn me Cause since you left just a matter of time 
Death can come from that broken heart Or it can come from this bottle So I prolong the agony Hey bartender I think I'll hit the throttle I don't care my friends have all left me Cause they swear that I've gone insane I don't care anymore about living Without you, just the grave beneath the pain Death can come from this broken heart It can come from this bandado So I prolong the agony Bartender, I think I hit the throttle. They say this drink will kill me. I don't know, oh Lord, it might be true. But if I stop, I'll just die from you leaving. So either way that I go, it's cause of you. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with what? Xi Jinping, traveling with him. I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. This show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Well, look at this text right here. Oh. Hey, Arnie and fellow asses from Edinburgh, Scotland. Whoa. Oh, that's great. You're in, you're in Edinburgh, Scotland this morning. Oh, it's great to hear from you, Timmy. He says Nikki's still at home. Uh, the Scotland weather here is dank. Dank and wet. I'm sure you're going to watch a football game there where the ball will be thrown in. It's headed by McGregor out of bounds. Jones throws it in. McGregor hits it out of bounds again. Oh, Timmy, it's good to hear from you. Enjoy your time there in Scotland. Man, enjoy some haggis for me. No, 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 I don't want any. Thank you, though. But good golly, Miss Molly. Look at that. This show is fucking world. Pitbull says he's Mr. Worldwide. Motherfucker, please. Good Lord. Oh, man. That's funny. That is funny. Welcome back to the big show here uh, on a Tuesday. That's right. It is Tuesday. Yesterday we had uh, off because it was Labor Day. I took it off just because, well, it's Labor Day and I'm taking the day off. Uh Lots and lots to get to here in mail. Uh, the first letter I got, though, see, at first, I honestly, I thought it was a mail that was... She fucking hates me. Just she fucking hates me. But it, it, the, the more I read it, the more I think it's not necessarily uh, a, a hate letter. It says, this is from uh, Jeff. It says, hello, you fat turd. <laughs> Now, you can see why I thought it was a hate letter. I see you're finally back on the air again after your best friend 
mention person's name there. Uh, let you go from his beloved talk show to save his sponsors. I have no idea why, but whatever. Um, I still hate that bald goon and that fat hooker in the morning on the radio, but first I'm going to start with you. I'm going to call your talk show and burp your name on the air and then back it up with a long fart. Then after I'm going to find what grocery store you shop at and head to the freezer section and I'm going to stick my fat ass inside the freezer, cut a long fart, and I'm going to hide around the corner and see the look on your face when you smell it. I'm also going to fat laugh too, and I want to do the same to the greatest dad ever and do the same thing with your former best friend and uh, the fat. <laughs> well, Jeff, uh, I hope you find the show. 775-357-FANS. That's 3267 for you there, big guy. If you'd like to make that phone call, I'll accept your phone call. Uh, I've been on the air for five years. This isn't a new show. We, we celebrated our five-year anniversary this last June, thanks to the Ass family. Uh, I shop at Kroger. I live in Texas now. I shop at Kroger. Oh, and by the way, my dad's dead. So you, you probably won't get to see that. That's why I, made, I thought it was a good email, because he said to the greatest dad ever. So that, that would be my dad. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. This show sucks so good. I'm going to fart in your ice cream. Well, you fart in a freezer section in, in, in a grocery store, and you close it. It's airtight when the next person opens it. Dude, I had a run-in yesterday. So, so, so I was at the Walmart, right, doing a little shopping. And I have snacks. Like, when I go to bed at night, I have to take some Kratom, and they're, they're pills, and I like to wash them down with something to eat real quick. So it's either like, you know, a ding-dong or a ho-ho or one of them Swiss rolls, something like that. So I'm in the Walmart, and this is a different Walmart. I ain't never really been in this Walmart. And I didn't know where the snacks were. Now I know they're by the bread. And I go up to this guy who's wearing a blue vest, and I go, excuse me, where are the ding-dongs and ho-hos? And, and she... I said, or, or the Twinkies? She had nothing, and then the broken English started, and I'm like, oh, for God's sake. She goes, I have never heard of that. Yeah, I was like, I've never met a person who doesn't know what a fucking Twinkie is. Thank God for the lesbian that was right up the, the way, and she told me that guy was a lesbian. Believe me. Believe me, I know she was a short haircut. I could see the Subaru keychain. Very masculine tattoos. I think she had a penis tattooed on her arm. Uh, Swoosh says, make sure you say uh, hello to Adele. God damn it. Oh, wait, she's in Vegas. Well, hello. Yes, hello. How are you, Stank? It's me. I know it's you. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I don't, I, I don't want to meet you. And I got to look this story up because I heard this last week that Adele... Um, Dell was devastated to cancel Vega residency. Stands by. I think she just she just 
fucking did it again. She canceled her second residency, the one that they were paying $40,000 for tickets for? Fuck yeah, her career is over. I mean, it, it, it doesn't get much more over than canceling a second residency there. Well, maybe it's true that she doesn't know what a snowball is. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right. By the way, uh, Listener Mail is brought to you. I didn't want that one to be sponsored. I want all the good emails to be sponsored. Uh, All the emails are sponsored to you by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Let me, oh, dear God, the rest. So what happens is they come to your house, right? They give you this quote, unquote, but they make a copy of your keys while you're there, right? While they're there in your house. Then they put knockout gas in your house to where they can break in at night and not steal your valuables. Yes, they have sex with your pets, but they steal your belly button lint. I don't know why. They haven't come clean of why they're stealing all your belly button lint and all the dust bunnies in your house. They collect them both. And I think they make weird sexual items out of it, but I'm not sure and I don't want to know. Because that's gross. You know who doesn't do that? That's right, my good friend Jesse at JS Floors. He doesn't have time for that. He's busy putting in floors each and every day, and these floors are magnificent floors. So please give him a call. Save your belly button lint. Give Jesse a call at 775 267 4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Welcome to Mail Call. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, here we go. Uh, I got a written copy of Poopy Joe's speech. Turns out he was supposed to say uh, that the rest are the biggest threat to the American democracy. Just another senior moment from President Depends. (laughs) There you go. Uh, After a divorce, does that mean she ship her back to Great Britain? No. Well, I hope. Maybe. The rest's favorite thing to do is paint his black face. <laughs> yeah, the rest is a bunch of fucking terrible human beings. Uh, all right, here we go. First one here. It's from Nancy. It says, Arnie, I just wanted to say how much I love hearing you and Joe do Thursdays together, and especially now with football. Will you guys still do regular stories together along with the football picks? And I really hope you beat him in the competition this season. Uh yeah, I'm going to – I look, Joe is fantastic. I love having conversations with Joe that don't revolve around sports because he is so funny. Uh, but mainly we're going to do uh, – now that football season started, we're going to have college and pro picks this Thursday. And starting on Thursday, we will keep track of our record this year in the NFL. And we're not going to use point spreads. Point spreads are too confusing to too many people. We're going to pick the game straight up. Now, if I start to lose to Joe, I'm going to go back and I'm going to correct all the games that his teams didn't cover the spreads in. I'm not going to do that for mine. No, 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 no. Unless unless I do cover the spread and I lost, then I win. See, th- th- this, this competition should be called Arnie Wins the Football Picks. No, I'm not going to do – well, I might do a little bit to Joe, but no. 
Uh, but, yes, we're going to start our football picks this weekend because the NFL kicks off this weekend. And, God damn it, you know, this is the thing. This is the one bad thing about, first of all, living in Texas is that it's usually at the beginning of football season, it's hot as a motherfucker. And I had to wait all day Saturday. I mean, you know, the the pomp and circumstance around college football starting game day, which, by the way, is terrible now. And game day is going to be in Austin this weekend, and I'm not looking forward to that. But I had to wait until 7 o'clock for my game to start. Same goes for the NFL this week. Cowboys are on, and they're the Sunday night game against Tom Brady. And, oh, oh, there's trouble, boy. Tom is in all kind of trouble with Giselle because he was supposed to retire. By the way, we all told you that's what it was. News came out this week, and yes, the reason why Tom Brady missed so much is he was having fights with Giselle about unretiring. No shit. We knew that already. That's not breaking news. Cowboys start at home, though, against Tampa. Of course, I'm going to pick the Cowboys in that game due to the fact that, that Tom Brady's 400 years old and his mind is not in it right now. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I know, I know. I can hope in one hand and shit in the other, but I'm hoping. Tom Brady is not ready for the football season. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? What about doing an Ask Family Weekly contest? Pick eight or however many games. Whoever gets the most correct wins and weekly your points add up. In the season, most point wins the pot. Hey, if you want to do that with people, you can. I can't. Keep, I, I won't be able to keep control of that. But, hey, if you want to start something with the ass family, y'all can go right ahead. Uh, all right, next email came in. It's from Todd. It says, damn, Arnie. I was checking out your Instagram this weekend and saw all the food that you made, and I'm still thinking about that steak. I don't think, though, you made the biscuits the next day, but I st- they still look good. Any chance of you sharing the recipe for either? So, uh, Saturday kickoff football season. Of course, I'm going to have a steak. I had a beautiful ribeye. Bradley Kidd picked it out. Nolan Ryan Angus ribeye. Phenomenal. So, I tried something new this time. Usually, what I do is I just put it on the grill. Sear each side, pretty much eat it then. And then I tried something new this week. I finally saw a video of how to, uh, whatchamacallit, really reverse sear a steak. So I, I watched this video. So I, I took one of my cast iron skillets, took it out to the grill, turned on the grill, let it warm up. <clears throat> then I melted a stick of butter in there, like half a stick of butter. Okay, let that get good and hot, and then I drop the steak in. Cook the steak for about three or four minutes on each side, well, the first side. Then I flip it over, and when I flip it over, I start basting it with that melted butter, unsalted butter, okay? Now, here's the trick to my steak, so, and my steaks come out, like, really beautiful color, because I always put barbecue sauce on it and then sear the barbecue sauce in to give it that more barbecuey taste. So 
as soon as I'm done with the basting in there, I, I, I have a plate and it's covered with barbecue sauce. I dip the steak in there and then throw it right on the fire. Direct heat right on it for like a minute. And then while, it, while it's doing that, I'm basting the other side, the side don't have barbecue sauce, with barbecue sauce. And I flip it over for a minute. And then I flip it over one more time for 30 seconds, another time for 30 seconds. And I take it out and I let it rest. And I let it rest while my potatoes cooked. <laughs> Slow down, Arnie. Give me a chance to take my pants off. Um, uh, turned out to be probably the best steak I've ever made. I was very, very proud of that steak. So proud. I made one again yesterday. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, yeah, the resting, you have to let it rest. I used to not be a fan of that, but now I let it rest. Oh, it came out perfect. It was more rare to medium rare is the way I like my steak, and it turned out phenomenal. Mm-mm-mm. That's the new way I'm going to start making steaks from now on. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, um, I believe that Arnie made the biscuits, gravy, sausage, and eggs himself. Heck, if I were closer, I would have been there to eat with him and Braddy Kid. It was looking good. I did not make the biscuits. I have made biscuits in the past. I did not feel like making the biscuits. So I just got some regular old biscuits. Let me let you in on a bing, bang, boom. <laughs> um, by the way, by the way, the baked potato, a lot of people say I, I love my baked potato. So what I do with my baked potato is... Um, I, I cover it, I, I put some uh, uh, olive oil on it, and then I get salt and pepper, and I cover it in that, kind of like what the Outback does, because I really like the Outback steaks, uh, potatoes, but they overcook them for some odd reason all the time. Uh, and I made the potatoes were fantastic. I had butter and sour cream and pepper, that's all. Uh, next day, yeah, so the, the biscuits were uh, Pillsbury. Because that was the easiest thing to do. Because I really wanted to focus on my gravy. My gravy game needs to, to come up a bit. This weekend, I made it a little too spicy. I put too much pepper in there. But let me let you in on a little trick here. If you're going to make country gravy, sausage country gravy, okay. A lot of people tell you to brown the sausage in there and then take the sausage out. And let me just say this right now. To taking the sausage out. No, 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 no. As Alec Baldwin would say. You leave the you leave everything in there. Okay? You get yourself a cup of flour. Pour that over the top. Get your salt, get your pepper in there, whatever seasoning you seasoning you want. Seasonings that you want. I put two tablespoons of pepper in, two and a half, and it was a little too much. It was a little spicy. For the people around the house, maybe I'll just stick to a, a tablespoon of it because this was the best gravy I ever made, minus that. And you just add milk, and you keep stirring until the consistency you want. I like my country gravy and biscuits a little on the thicker side, so it was thicker gravy. But I have to say that, that this weekend I ate like a king, and I cooked it all, or a majority of it. Scrapefire says, I have four kids, never took the sausage out. <laughs> but, yeah, I see a lot of people say, 
oh, you brown, you brown the sausage and then you take it out, but you leave the grease in there. Well, no. I put cooked bacon chopped up. You can, you can put whatever you want in your grave. I'm just giving you my simple, easy, easy recipe. Once again, made in cast iron. No extra butter. Oh, I buttered the biscuits before I put them in there. But, yeah, uh, no, I didn't put a lot of extra butter in there because, I mean, this this gravy was pretty thick, and it was damn good. I mean, it, it, it stuck to the old ribs, but it was a little bit spicy. That's all I got to say. It wasn't hot, just like extra peppery, if you will. So I got to – and I'm not the world's biggest spicy food guy. I'm not one of these guys that goes to these food challenges and tries to eat the, you know, the nuclear wings or anything like that. I like a little spice here and there, but nothing too dramatic. Remember, I, I, I'm just a fucking white Irish kid from Texas. That's it. But, yeah, those were my recipes. So there you go. Hope you uh, hope you had time to either record that or uh, write it all down. Christopher, I hope you finished uh, uh, okay. Uh, all right, next one here. Let, let's get back to the mail. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, wait a second. I forgot. I made macaroni and cheese, too, on the night, uh, and, and I tried something new with that. Let, uh, I'm going to give you two words for macaroni and cheese, people, that I didn't realize. Cream cheese. You don't need a lot. You don't need a lot in there. Cream cheese in your mac and cheese. Whoa, whoa, daddy. I just use regular old Kraft macaroni and cheese. I still use their their, their flavor packet because I ain't going to get rid of that. But, yeah, the, the, the cream cheese and macaroni and cheese, how come nobody ain't never told me about that? Shit on a shingle. That was good. All right, this next letter is from Bill. It says, Arnie. I don't know if you happened to catch either of the pay-per-views over the weekend, but I have to say that they were both kind of lackluster. Well, that's being generous. Uh, That is until the end of AEW when a special guest came back, and I was thrilled. Do you think this keeps the special guest, Maxwell J. I don't even know his name. I just know him as MJF. Uh, From going to the WWE when his contract is up, Bill. All right, so I did watch both pay-per-views this weekend. Um, WWE did the Clash at the Castle or whatever over in Great Britain. And I think, it, for, for me, it, Drew McIntyre was taking on Roman Reigns in the main event. And I, I still can't believe they didn't have him win in Scotland. I mean, the, the guy is Scottish as Timmy. <laughs> He's there in his home fucking stadium. They haven't been there in 30 years. And Roman Reigns wins. I got to say, that, 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 that shit to bed. Uh, the, the first, like, chicken match lasted 30 minutes. Look, you want to call me a chauvinist, you go right ahead. I don't care anymore. I am so tired of these chick wrestling matches that suck. The, the, the world title between... Ugly ass Shayna and the, the hot chick. That was that was just that was a putrid match. All in all, uh, and there was a gigantic heel turn. 
at, at the pay-per-view with Rey Mysterio. And by the way, if you didn't see that one coming a week ago, wake the fuck up. You ain't a wrestling fan. So I would have to say that uh, the WWE's pay-per-view this weekend, I give them a D. And then it I'll go over AW here in a second, but it dramatically increased last night when Braun Strowman came back to the WWE. Dude, I was so excited about that. Dude, Braun Strowman was the baddest motherfucker in the world. And it, they released him for some reason. I'm like, why did you release him? And he left to go do bodybuilding and play softball and do all kinds of stuff. I follow him on Instagram. And now he's back, and he's fucking jacked. Like, before, he was a big-ass dude and was real strong. Now he's cut. Fucking, hey, give him the world title right now. That brought it up to at least a B for their pay-per-view because Braun Strowman was there. Drew should have won that match as uh, much as I've been getting to love Triple H regime. That was the worst call ever to keep the belt on range. I agree. I totally agree with that. This was a big, uh, for me, it was a step backward. Uh, maybe a mid to big size step backward. Now, we got to go to the AEW because the AEW is all over the fucking social media. Sorry if you don't like wrestling, but I know there are people that do like wrestling. Their pay-per-view all out in Chicago was, was fucking rancid. Awful match after awful match. I mean, one match lasted all of 30 seconds. The the Jungle Boy against Christian match, that Christian whooped him bad. He didn't even whoop him. And his old tag team partner whooped him, which I'm like, huh? The best match of the night had FTR and Wardlow tagging together, but Wardlow shouldn't be a tag team wrestler. He should be a, a guy destroying everybody. He's like, he's almost like Braun Strowman in the WWE. He don't need to be taming up with FTR. FTR's best tag team. Better than the Young Sucks and Kenny fucking Omega, which we'll get back to those guys here in a second. But the main event for the night was CM Punk against John Moxley. John Moxley just kicked his ass on Wednesday before in like a two and a half minute match, which made no sense for them to come back on a pay per view. Have the exact same match, but CM Punk destroys him. But CM Punk didn't get to celebrate in the ring long enough because the the latter match that happened was won by somebody wearing a devil mask. Turns out it was MJF. MJF is the best young wrestler that's out there right now. His mic skills are up there with Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes and The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's high praise coming from me. He's been gone for a few months after he dropped a couple F-bombs on TV because he wants more money. He deserves it. We'll see. I, I don't know if his contract's going to be extended. It was a terrible bullshit voicemail they played beforehand. But the Coupe de Gras was the, and I don't know why wrestling companies are doing this, and this is dumb, but after pay-per-views, they have press conferences which is just stupid. First of all, the owner of AEW, Tony Khan, comes out and is bitching about the WWE having a pay-per-view the same weekend. Hey, dummy, it's called competition. 
He compared himself to Bill w- or uh, Jim Crockett produ- promotions. Don't ever do that. You got to turn out a few hundred icons before you can ever promote yourself as anything near Jim Crockett promotions. Uh, a fellow by the name of Sting, which you did not promote or produce. You're going to be lucky to get MJF to stay with you. But then CM Punk decided to shit can other people in the company. And there was an alleged fight in the locker room where somebody got hit in the face with a real chair. We'll see what happens. I don't know if it's all the work or what. But I I, I have to say that bringing MJF back just saved me from why. It saved AEW from me going away. Uh, they aren't taking the belt off Roman because there's a chance The Rock will come back for WrestleMania versus Roman. I keep hearing that, swoosh, and here's the thing. I'd love to see that match, but The Rock ain't going to win that match. The Rock is not going to beat Roman Reigns because The Rock is not going to come back and do wrestling. I would love to see a match between Rock and Roman Reigns for the head of the table to see who runs the family. And the Usos' younger brother, Rikishi's youngest son now, is, is, is part of the bloodline, meaning they're about to replace Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's going to tag up with Kevin Owens, and they're going to win the tag team title belts. You heard it here first. But th- this idea that The Rock is going to come back for one more WrestleMania, well, he's not going to win. I mean, that, that, that's just the thing. Unless he gets disqualified for beating the hell out of Roman too much, and then Roman keeps the fucking belt. MJF is really the best future legend wrestling right now. I agree. I'm I'm a huge MJF guy. The hell he ain't. He's going to whoop that candy ass. Look, I'd love to see The Rock come back. I would. Don't get me wrong. I, I would love to, it, instead of him making yet another shitty movie, Come on, Rock, one more run. You don't have to make the run last that long. You can beat Roman Reigns in a Monday Night Raw, lose the belt to Braun Strowman. Yeah, that's it. Christopher says, ding, 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 the Rock isn't coming back for a run. They can't afford him anymore. Now, it's interesting because Triple H was asked about this uh, over the weekend, and he, he, I don't know if he's he's letting letting it out, that nothing, not, no amount of movies, money can replace that feeling you get when you're in the middle of that ring and you've got 80,000 people chanting your name. And I can attest to that, someone who's been on stage, and th- there is nothing. It, you can make all the movies you want. And we have a great story about a movie thing that happened in Venice last night. Oh, ho, 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 is this going to be delicious? But you can make all the movies you want. You still are not, and it, it's that instant gratification. I love doing mornings on the air. I love doing this show. I would love to be in front of a live studio audience just for the instant gratification of laughs at some of the jokes I tell. There is no more intoxicating feeling than that. That night I was at the Silver Legacy, sold out Silver Legacy, sorry, record setting ticket amount. Just want to throw those all in there. Um, when my first joke hit, and I knew I had the crowd, 
no amount of alcohol or pills could ever touch that feeling I had. I literally, I felt like I was floating on the ground. That's how amazing it was. And that was 2,200 people. I can't imagine, well, I can't imagine. I know what 16,000 people chanting Arnie is God is like, because that's happened to me, luckily. But 80,000 people screaming my name. That is something. Uh, Do you think WrestleMania Rock versus Roman, they have Roman pin the Rock uh, just for the money in the bank to come out and pin Roman to win the title? Ooh, that's an interesting take. But by that time, Austin Theory will, wait, is money in the bank, will he still have it then? I I, I can't see Austin Theory being the champ. Uh, Austin Theory, he's a waste. I don't like the kid. He's not really that good at promos. He's an average wrestler. Give it to Braun Strowman. He's earned it. He'll come back for a month to pay for the XFL, then drop the belt back to Roman. Uh, that Look, he might go on a month run or a night run. The money in the bank, that's not a bad idea. I just can't see them giving the belt to theory this early. But that's just me. So there you go. There's all your wrestling talk for the day. Sorry, I had to get that out. All right. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I've been listening to you since, well, I really don't want to say. That way we both don't feel too old. But I've been wondering, do you still play video games like you used to? I know that you were a mainly sports guy, but what was the name of that one game that was so evil and scary? That's from Peter. Uh, I I play, like, mind-challenging games now on my phone just because I forget everything, and I'm hoping this will spur my memory. It's not, but oh well. As far as video games, no, I I, I don't have an Xbox. I I don't have, you know, any of that stuff. I, I don't play games anymore. Uh, I used to. I used to. Uh, I used to play. You're right. I did the Tiger Woods golf. That was one of my favorite games, and the NCAA college football. I love those two games. But when the the game started changing and it was more of a a first person, I got really bad motion sickness watching that. The Punisher game, like Grand Theft Auto, I could play it for a little bit, but like the the shooter games. Like Call of Duty, I can't play Call of Duty without getting sick. I just can't. So I don't play that one. And a lot of the games started coming out and were like that. The Punisher game was really, really good. But the game that you're thinking of, Peter, was a game that was called Manhunt. Manhunt was the coolest game ever where you were a death row inmate that some rich producer of snuff films buys your freedom and you go on this fucking mega killing spree. And, like, the first 15 levels are awesome because you're killing people with, like, crowbars and hatchets and and cool shit like that, right? And the longer that you hold the, the button behind the person that you're about to attack, the more gruesome the kill and then you got to the gun area, and then you got to start shooting people, and that, that part was okay, but it wasn't as fun. 
But Manhunt was the shit. And they came out with a Manhunt Part 2 where you were an escape mental patient. You got to kill people with syringes and shit. Manhunt 2 wasn't as good as Manhunt 1. But Manhunt was by far, if, if, if if you have like older game systems and you want a fucking awesome game to play, get Manhunt. It is so worth it. That game kicked ass. But no, I, I don't play games anymore. Gold says Manhunt is the GOAT. Still got a huge cutout from that game. Call of Duty campaign makes me sick. Online players, no problem at all. Weird. Yeah, like, I, I can't do that. It, it's very strange for me. Cowboys Girl says best PC game, Counter-Strike. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't play them anymore. Not there's anything wrong. I just uh, I I just don't. And I mean I miss like the, I mean there like the Grand Theft Auto that game was so much fun. You know you get the hooker in the back seat and she gets out and you kill her and you get your money back. It's awesome. You go online you find all the cheat codes. That way you live forever and you commit so many heinous crimes. It's unbelievable. But all in all, Manhunt was still my favorite game. God, that game was cool. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's see. Um, Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? What the hell is going on with the damn board here? Shit. When I hit the damn button, it's supposed to play. This is from Tammy with an I. Says, Arnie, did you happen to watch the Taylor Hawkins concert this weekend? I have to say that it was really incredibly, really incredible, especially when his son came out to play the drums for my hero. All in all, it was a really great show. Um, uh, let's see, Cowboys Girl Counter Strike is the second goat. When it hit Xbox, I didn't put it down for two years. Gears of War third goat, by the way. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. I've seen the highlights from the uh, the Taylor Hawkins show. Now, I'm going to sound like a dick here, and it's okay. I'm okay with you calling me a dick for this. I'm kind of lost at something here. You know, when they had the Freddie Mercury show a long, long time ago in Wembley Stadium where George Michael came out and sang Someone to Love. See, Freddie Mercury died of AIDS. And there was nothing he could do to control it. Taylor Hawkins OD'd. Now, I'm, I'm not, I like Taylor Hawkins. I did. I, I, I did. I'm not a big Foo Fighters guy. I liked him. He seemed like a really nice gentleman, good guy, fun bandmate to have. The tribute content, I, I had a hard time. And, and, and yes, it was a definitely a tearjerker. I, I watched the, the video a number of times seeing his son play the drums and really, really, really sell it well. I just, I'm kind of lost. That they had this concert for somebody that, that OD'd. And a lot of people say, well, we had the same feeling for Freddie Mercury because he was gay. Okay, I think that's complete opposites, but oh well. Uh, I like Freddie, but I mean, he could have kind of prevented his death, see? Yeah. 
Everybody's saying the same thing about Freddie Mercury. Okay, fair enough. But I think that was it. Wasn't this to like, like I, I, I don't know. Like I said, you can call me a dick for it. I, I, I don't care. I'm glad maybe this was their form of cult closure. All right. Fauci killed Freddie. You're goddamn right he did. Um, I don't know. It, to me, it's just one of those things that it just kind of rubbed me in a way. I was like, eh, okay, all right. I'm not going to put anybody down for it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go off on it. I'm just dead. For me, it's just kind of. Eh. Eh. You know what I mean? I'm glad they they got the show done. I'm glad they got the closure. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to all you uh, Foo Fighter fans in Sacramento that they won't be closing the Sunday night at Aftershock because they're still you know too broken up to tour. I talked to a, a fan of the Foo Fighters who's very very upset that they aren't at Aftershock. And she's like, look, they got a fucking drummer. They got a 16. I'm like, yeah, like they're going to go on tour with a 16-year-old. But thinking about it, Van Halen went on tour with Wolfie. Hmm. But, yes, I did see it, Tammy. Uh, It was a very, very emotional show, and kudos. Kudos to them. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? See, that's how the board's supposed to work. Uh, Arnie, congrats on your Longhorns win this weekend. You know this Saturday isn't going to be quite that easy. I was just wondering what you really thought the record was going to be for your Longhorns and Cowboys, seeing that they open up against Tom Brady and the Bucks this weekend. Keep up the great show, brother. That is from Tim. All right, you want to go over this? We'll go over this. My real realistic expectations of both the Longhorns and Cowboys. We'll start with the Longhorns first. Uh, let's go to teams. Go to the Almighty Texas Longhorn. Oh, it's just Texas Longhorns. I add in the Almighty. Okay. All right. So we beat the uh, Bible salesman from the University of uh, Louisiana Monroe, fifty-two to ten. Covered our our mullet having quarterback uh, Quinn Ewers didn't have a great game, didn't have a, a horrible game, just kind of mediocre game, kind of eh. But I was happy with it. Special teams looked good. Defense didn't look too bad. Next game is this Saturday at home in Austin. They say tickets as low as twenty dollars. I want to see where you can find me a twenty dollar ticket for that fucking game. That game has been sold out since fucking May. Why they rank Notre Dame every year is beyond me. They couldn't beat a struggling Ohio State. No, that game was, I was shocked. I'll get back to that game. I'm glad you brought that up. We'll talk a little college football here, too. Uh, I, I like that Steve Sarkazian, the head coach of the Longhorns, is saying, look, this is not the defining game of our program this coming week. Um, I think that the Longhorns show up. Look, they're going to get beat by they're, – they're a 20-point underdog, and, and they're going up against Alabama. I just learned – and this is going to sound like an excuse, and it can. That's fine. The Longhorns have 82 scholarships on the team. 
57 of those scholarships are freshmen and sophomores. We have a lot of underclassmen who are starting. The offensive line, there are two freshmen, two true freshmen on the offensive line. Going up against Alabama that has, like, you know, ninth-year seniors there. I flipped over to the Alabama game while I was watching the Texas game at halftime. Their quarterback by halftime had thrown five touchdowns and ran for 100 yards already. No, Sark is not on the sauce anymore. Sark cleaned up his act after uh, he got fired from USC. Uh, The way I see it is even people that kill themselves still deserve reverence and respect. I celebrate the lives and effect they had on my life and the world, too. Case in point, Robin Williams. Still love Robin. And the way he died will never change that. And I look, look, I, I'm not saying I don't have reverence for that. It just have a, 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 a big show for it. I don't know. That's just not me. I think the Longhorns lose by about 20 points this week, sadly. I'd love to see him win. Don't get me wrong. I'm pulling for him. But if I bet, I, I would not have. I, I might take Texas depending on how big the points, points uh Point uh, point spread is, but uh, the next week against UTSA, I was a little worried about that game, but they went out and lost against Houston this weekend. Not worried. They're going to win on my birthday. Week after that is at Texas Tech. Texas Tech's quarterback has suffered a terrible shoulder injury. That's an easy win. West Virginia, Mountain Mama, Country Roads, you're going to be in Austin. We're going to kick your ass. And then Saturday, October 8th, will be the biggest win of the season when Texas polywops the University of Oklahoma. I will never pick Oklahoma in that game. Iowa State, don't know enough about them yet, but I'll take that win. Oklahoma State, eh, they didn't do that great this weekend. I still see us. That, that'll be our probably toughest game next to Oklahoma and Alabama. Kansas State, kick their ass. TCU, kick their ass. Kansas, hey, Kansas, we owe you, and we're going to give it to you. And then the uh, my biggest upset of the year will be against Baylor. I'm just going to tell you right now, Baylor, fuck Baylor. Fuck them in their private school and no dancing on campus. They can eat all eat a bunch of Bucky's pecan logs for all I care and my dirty socks. Longhorns go, let's see, one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten and two this season. I can live with a ten and two season. We'll be nowhere near the playoff, but that's okay. That's okay. All you got to remember is these 57 freshmen and then Arch Manning. Arch Manning next year. I know I sound like a Raiders fan. Wait till next year. But I love, I love my Longhorns. Now, Dallas Cowboys. Let's go through this fucking schedule, shall we? <clears throat> so I got two, 10 and 2 for the, Cow- for the Longhorns. Cowboys win the first one against the Bucks. Lose to the Bengals. It's at, uh, no, we're at home? Okay. Uh, win against the Giants. Win against the Redskins slash Commanders. Probably lose to the Rams. Beat the shit out of the Eagles. Beat the Lions. Ooh, we play the NFC North this year. That's fantastic, except for Green Bay. Um, 
beat the shit out of the Bears. Ooh, I'm going to rub that one in somebody's face. Uh, I'll, I'll, it's at Green Bay. I'll give the Packers that game. We play at Minnesota. We whip their asses. So we're seven and three so far. Giants eight and three. Colts nine and three. Texans ten and three. Jaguars eleven and three. Eagles twelve and three. Titans will have a will will have clinched a playoff spot by then. Uh, twelve and four, and then Commanders thirteen and four this season. Cowboys go thirteen and four this season. There you go. That's my realistic picks. We dump the game against the Titans because we don't have any starters in it, and then they call me, and we uh, I lead the team, the Cowboys. Yes, and I will be playing quarterback uh, against the Washington Commandos or Commanders or whatever the fuck they're called, the Rubbers, if you will. Uh, there you go. So I hope you enjoyed that. We'll see. Uh, all right, last mail here. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to Mail Call. God damn it. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. So I'm like you and I love college football, but this weekend I noticed something that I've never seen before. I don't know which game it was, but I noticed a few fat and ugly cheerleaders. Now I know I'm going to be branded a chauvinist for this, but I'm all right with it just like you are. Why has this happened to the one group of people that should, still should be hot? That's from Ben. Cowboys doesn't uh, signs realistic. No way they're getting 14. Well, I said 13. Did I say 14? 14 and 3? I can see it. Dude, we played the NFC North this year and the AFC South. And we're in the NFC East. Oh, oh, let me let me continue though, Kale. We go 14 and 3. We get a bye in the playoffs and when we lose the first game. Yeah, that, that look. I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to win their division. They're going to get all us Cowboy fans excited. Because you look at the strength of this schedule. This schedule sucks. Cincinnati's going to beat us. They're a good team. The Rams just won the Super Bowl last year. It's hard for me to say that the Rams are a good team, but they are. They'll beat us. Then we'll lose some shit game in there. Maybe one more. Well, maybe we'll be 13-4. and four. Cowboys are going to go and lose in the first round of the playoffs. Yes, fat cheerleaders are something that is going to take over college sports. I'm just letting you know. Because there is not a more woke place on the face of the earth than college campuses. I noticed it while watching the TikTok videos. They had the Alabama rush where the girls are joining sororities. And then they, they, they had other rushes. And, and I know some sororities. And I know that one at Texas was like the hot girl sorority. Well, I noticed in the hot girl sorority, there are a bunch of pigs. So I'll say it because I'm fat and I can say it. A bunch of heifers. Hell, they're probably trying to have sex with Bevo. Because this is the new thing now. I saw at the University of Nevada when I was covering their basketball team, the one game I got to go to, they had a cheerleader that was the base of the pyramid. 
This girl was about five foot two, a solid two bills. Solid two bills. And I ain't talking about a jack two bills. I'm talking about, I shouldn't say solid. She was like a stay puff, 200 pounds. And I'm looking at that, and I'm just like, come on. Now we got to stop this. And you're going to see this now happen in every part of sports. You're going to get the fat, homely cheerleaders, the fat, homely drill team, when it used to be just the hot girls. I mean, we see it now plenty when you when you have the special Ed homecoming queen. Oh, it happens all the time, and it's not a joke. They do it. But, see, and, and this is the thing for me. This is, come on. This is why I hate our society so much. And people like me are called out for it. I'm called out for it because I'm being honest. If we had an ugly homecoming queen, or especially, I would have been pissed. I mean, I don't want that shit. That ain't real. And a lot of these kids that win it, they know it's not real. They know it's a joke. Or they it, it, maybe if it's not a joke, people were forced into it as part of this gigantic virtue signaling that we have in our society. And I'm so sorry to hurt any ugly people's feelings out there. As a fellow ugly fat person, let me just tell you, if you were to vote me homecoming qu- king, I would see right through that bullshit. Mm-mm-mm. Just wait for the homely girls to get heckled. And they will, and then it'll be a crime, and then people are going to go to jail for it. Who has fat cheerleaders? Is it Detroit Lions? Well, of course they have fat. Hey, not an NFL team. I don't know what team he was talking about because he was watching college, but... They don't have any good players. Why would they have good cheerleaders? Yeah. I, w- I would picture the, the Detroit Lions cheerleaders to be like the the uh, the Bobby Boucher-led, uh, what was that, the Louisiana, the, the Mud Hens? Like their cheerleaders, they're all passed out and drinking on the sidelines. Either that or <laughs> the Detroit Lions cheerleaders, all they do is twerk. Uh you know, she reeks too, bouncing and sweating. Ugh. Two things that don't belong are men and fatties. And all the men, look, all the men, they, they're, they're a tad bit on the fruit side. Yeah, I got a story for you. Mud dogs, that's it. I'm sorry, the mud dogs. Um, what was I going to say here? Hold on. Uh, she ain't fat, aren't They call them sturdy bitches. Uh. So my senior year in high school, back when uh, I, I recognized my high school as the South Garland Colonels, now there's something else, so fuck them. And people told me my senior year I should be one of the centuries. Now what the centuries were, there were these four guys, and, and our, our mascot was a colonel. My senior year was a black guy, who his name was Popcorn Nehemiah Popcorn McCain. Everybody loved Pop except his ex-wife who stabbed him to death a few years ago, but that's a whole different story. Uh, but Pop would lead the, the, the colonels on the football field, carrying a makeshift kind of Confederate flag. We had the school logo in the middle. So 
It wasn't the true Confederate flag. There's nothing better than watching him run on the field in a gray uniform to Dixie. I, I, I mean, every Friday night, Friday night football games were the greatest back when I was in school. Oh, man, because it, it, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, wait, where did it go? Where did he, Oh, no, you got to do it like this. There you go. There you go. When you would hear this and you would see, and, and, and I got to tell you something, Pop was a big dude. Pop was about 6'4", and that flag up in the air was about 11 feet, and you heard. By the way, not their fight song anymore either. All right, enough of that. Enough of that. Since they don't do that shit anymore. So, um, everybody said, Arnie, you need to be a century. And the centuries were the guys that they would help the cheerleaders, but not really be a part of the cheerleaders. But they were like the male version of the cheerleaders. And they hung out with the colonel, and they were on the sidelines. And they wore like a, a gray vest, a pair of starch jeans, cowboy boots, and a white shirt. That's what they wore on the sidelines. I didn't want to do this. I I wanted to drink. I wanted to drink before my senior year games, watch the games, and then go out drinking with my friends that were on the team afterwards. And I'll never forget, like, and I, you know, my senior year, I was I was kind of the bell of the ball. If you will. I knew I knew everybody, and uh, a couple of cheerleaders came up to me. I had class with them the next day. It was the first day of uh, practice with the centuries. And there was this one guy that was on the sentries that had no business being on there. This guy was just a dork. And I guess when they went to go practice and stuff, he was wearing shorts. And that's, we're talking 1990. Shorts were the, 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 sh- the shorter shorts like the kids are wearing now. The, you know, the seven-inch inseams. And the first day of practice... This dude pops a boner during practice. Oh, I guess it was horrifying. I wasn't there, but that guy never, he ended up quitting the centuries after the second week. It was fucking hilarious. But you're right, guys don't belong there. Uh, I was glad that he, you know, it, it showed he wasn't, you know, fruity. So there you go. Uh, you're looking at cheerleaders from the young, longest yards. Don't forget about Vicky Valencourt. Uh, I got to touch her boobies, and I liked them too. Was popcorn a bad dude? No, our, our popcorn was not a bad dude. Our, our our popcorn corn pop was a bad dude. See, our corn our our popcorn corn pop was in the bizarro world. See, we had popcorn, not corn pop. But yes, he was, and he was not a bad dude. Popcorn was one of the best people I went to school with. I, I miss him. I, I miss not having him around anymore. He, he was a good dude. So, 775-357-FANS is the number. That did it for mail. Great mail. Please send me more mail. JS Floors loves it when you send mail because I can say JS Floors. See, I just said it again. Jesse at JS Floors, 775-267-4123. 
ArnieRadio.com. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. See, we can go where we want to. Place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world, leave the real one far behind. Real neat from our hearts to our feet And surprise them with a victory cry Say, we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile Say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance The doing is comfortable We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance we can dance, everybody's taking the chance Safe to dance, oh, it's safe to dance Yes, safe to dance We can dance if we want to We've got all your life in mind we abuse it, never gonna lose it Everything will work out right I say, we can dance if we want to We can leave your friends behind Because your friends don't dance And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine I say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance We're doing it from pole to pole We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance we can dance, everybody's making a chance Well, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance It's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance Well, it's safe to dance
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ. Uh, welcome back to the Big Show here on a Tuesday. That's right. Tomorrow is already hump day. I mean, think about it. You got to work one day and then it's hump day. Holy shit, man. That's a cool week. Uh, hopefully, Timmy's still listening over in Scotland. A couple of joints there for you. Oh, come on, Eileen. And the safety dance. I think one of those bands was Scottish, but I'm not sure. I, I, I didn't want to do the thousand miles. And I would walk 10,000. No, I can't do that. Uh, by the way, uh, if you're looking for a Halloween costume this year, you can go as the song, Come on, Eileen. All you have to do is, is have a, a dress or an outfit on, have a name tag that says Eileen, and then squirt hand lotion all over your face. See? Come on, Eileen. You get it? I, I, I think that's what Kamala Harris is going to go as. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. There it was. Ah, uh, and I only have to work today and tomorrow, then taking off in the Jeep for a weekend to go wheeling in Barrett Lake Jeep Trail. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, now I almost started the show with this story because this story is phenomenal and it has people in there that I hate. Last night at the Venice Film Festival, I guess there's Caen, which is in France. That's the big one. I guess this one's another big film festival. This movie that, that, that ended up breaking up Jason Sudeikis and Olivia the Cunt Wild. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Was that was that out loud? I mean, hey, Olivia. You need to stop being such a cunt. Yeah. Uh, where she cheated on Jason Sudeikis uh, with Harry Styles. And then she's starting to make the movie, right? And she gets in a fight with Shia LaBeouf or Shia LaBeouf saying that he's a bad guy and he's doing all this bad stuff, which, by the way, turns out she lied about it the whole time. And she put her little boyfriend in the movie, Harry Styles. Now, if you don't know, I cannot stand Harry Styles because he doesn't know how to dress as a boy or a girl. Well, last night was the big reveal in Venice. I guess they, this, this festival has been going on. I guess Brendan Fraser is the odds-on favorite to win the Academy Award. He plays some big fat dude in the movie Whale. I don't know. I I haven't seen any previews for it. These are all artsy, shitty movies that we ain't going to go see. But this movie is called Don't Worry, Darling. That's the name of this movie. And, uh, you know, you got Harry Styles in there and then some some broad, uh, Florence Pugh. What a terrible name. Pugh. Florence Pugh, it's directed by Olivia Wilde. Harry Styles is a star. Olivia Pugh's in it. And Chris Pine. Now, now Chris Pine, uh, he, he was in Wonder Woman. He, he's, a, he's a fine. I like Chris Pine. By the way, if you don't know who Chris Pine's daddy is, little known fact, he was Ponch and John's boss on the show Chips. You remember their sergeant they had to report to all the time? That's Chris Pine's daddy. So now Chris Pine's got this blonde hair. He dresses like a weirdo now. I guess that's from hanging out with Harry Styles. So last night, cameras were focused on them at the the world premiere of this film. 
I got to say, those look like some comfy seats they're sitting in over there. And uh, there must be some kind of uh, uh, tragedy happening in paradise because Olivia Wilde was not sitting next to Harry, even though they're allegedly doing the old hoopty doopty. Chris Pine was sitting next to Olivia Wilde. Maybe Chris Pine swooped in there with some good old USA cock and swept her up. I don't know. But Harry Styles got there, and as he was getting ready to sit down, and and he looks like an idiot, he got navy blue pants on with like a royal blue jacket and this baby blue shirt on that has gigantic fucking collars. It looks dumb as hell. And white shoes. Jesus Christ, be a fucking pimp. He got rings on every finger, so I guess he is a pimp, and he's got his fingernails polished. Well, as he goes to sit down, Chris Pine is applauding him and then just stops and kind of looks down like, you motherfucker, because the world is thinking that Harry Styles just spit on Chris Pine. He literally spit on him in a movie theater, in a premiere. And Chris Pine just kind of like stopped applauding, grabbed his glasses, and just sat there. Boy, oh boy. I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you like this. Right, let, let me just say this right now. Oh, I smell it. Chris Pine is knocking the bottom out of Olivia Wilde right now. And the only reason that Chris Pine didn't stand up and whoop the holy Jesus and the Holy Ghost and the Father out of Harry Styles is because he didn't want to look bad in front of his new gal pal. That is, I, I'm just telling you this right now. Motherfucker, please. You let some boy band dude spit on you? Uh-uh. Oh, no. No, sir, Bob. See, these are the moments that I wish I could be in Chris Pine's shoes or anybody's shoes like that. I mean, like, like when Chris Rock got slapped and he didn't do anything, he showed great restraint. Well, the words great restraint are not in my real-life vocabulary. I don't care how much littler I am as Chris Rock than, than Will Smith. If I don't physically assault him, I am going to verbally rip him apart on the Oscar stage. That's assault, and I'm coming for that fuck. Oh, I'm just telling you right now. If I would have been Chris Pine, I would have looked at her and said, well, fuck your movie, and fuck you too, bitch. You should go back to Jason Sudeikis. And I would, I would stomp the mud hole, the deepest mud hole that I could in my $600 Italian shoes and no socks on. I'm going to put this motherfucker in wrestling holds that work. I'm, I'm going to do a brain buster on him and his head will hit the ground. I will do the Owen Hart tombstone pile driver that crippled Stone Cold Steve Austin. On Harry Styles. Even though I don't necessarily want him down between my legs ever because I don't know about him. But I am going to beat the pretty off him. I'm going to hit him so fucking hard that his future kids are going to fucking have scars. 
You don't spit on another man. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, this would be that moment that you want to you want to you want to summon your inner Patrick Swayze and you want to go to that scene in one of the greatest men movie of all time Roadhouse not this shit that's coming out and you want to rip his trachea out you just want to lean back with your two fingers and stick him in his throat and rip his neck out spit on me well I tell you what the old Venice Film Festival couldn't have enough security in place if that happened to me. Mm-mm. No. Uh-uh. No. No, sir, Rebob. Uh-uh. And I know that I'm easily or tougher than Harry Styles. That one's not even debatable. Uh, you could easily choke slam that testicle. I would hit him so hard every band member from one direction would cry. Oh, I'm just telling you. Oh. Your teeth are gone, pal. You're British, and I imagine you got all kind of fucking dental work done to make you look pretty. Guess what, motherfucker? That shit's going away. Chris Pine's in shape, so if I was Chris Pine, he'd be getting roundhouse after roundhouse. Olivia Wilde would be in tears the entire time because her premiere is fucking ruined. But I, I, I wouldn't care. Oh man, the only direction he'd be going is down. He's, I mean, and 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 there is uh, here. I'm going to give you all the story on it. If y'all want to click down there and watch the video, because you don't see any kind of spit come out, but you just look at his reaction. His reaction is. Stop it! I can't see it. Okay, I don't want to listen to it. But, yeah, I mean, the reaction is is that it, this is the reaction that Chris Pine gives. He's excited, and all of a sudden the, the spit happened, and he stops, and he's just clapping going, you dirty motherfucker. I want to fucking throat kill you. Oh, man. Oof. Oh, when I saw that, I was fired up. I was fired to fuck up. Oof. Man, don't get me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. All right, let's, let, we, we need to change subject. I, I need to get away from that because something happened in Oklahoma this week. That uh, I don't know. I, I mean, this is pretty good. This is the newscast that's happening. So I'll tell you the story here after hopefully the story comes up. If not, uh, this is about Julie Chen of Tulsa's NBC affiliate. Kaoki? Is that the name? Come on now. Okay, there we go. Now we got it. Artemis One, the first step in the race to return to the moon. Chris Pallone, NBC News, Cape there Canaveral, Florida. The Tulsa our, the Tulsa Air and Spons Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the at the at the event um the event features uh live uh i'm sorry something is going on with me this morning and i apologize to everybody let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist annie brown yeah what was going on was the lady had a fucking stroke wow 
I mean, that's a tough broad right there. She's have, she's in the middle of a stroke, and she's still doing her job. That is a person right there. That's employee of the year at Kaoki. We love you, Julie. We love you so much, Brad. Uh, laughs as the broadcast cut to her. It wasn't until one of those days, Chin. Uh, yeah, she had a stroke on the set. I'm glad to share my test. Have all come back great at this point. Doctors think I had the beginnings of a stroke, but not a full stroke. There are still lots of questions, lots to follow up, but the bottom line is I should be fine. Good for her. I mean, that's a gal. Do you want to you claim that you got the sniffles or something? This broad is reading the news having a stroke. She's pulling a Biden. I'll tell you this. I mean, honestly... How many of us think that Joe Biden is having a stroke most of the times he talks? Another on-air stroke lady from L.A. had this happen a few years ago. Man, I wish I would have seen that one. This gal was a pro. She just kept on reading. You know why? Because she believes in the mantra. Do your fucking job. Amen. What's her name again? Julie Chin. Not the chick from Big Brother. Julie Chen, Oklahoma newscaster. Bravo. You are you are the Ash family's employee of the day because... Do your fucking job. You did. I understand how he stayed so composed. If I even for a second thought Harry Styles spit on me... Or at me, at the very least, I'd jump up and yell, motherfucker. I mean, it would get a gut reaction. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I might do that old fucking, you know, bottom of the palm into the the nose to send that brain stem. Mm Mm-hmm. You did see it. You reported it. I don't remember it. I don't remember the gal in L.A. that had a stroke. I'll have to relook that one up later on today. This gal is a champion, though. Damn. She needs a network job. Ooh, wow. Oh, this is out there. Also today, Harry Styles said no to standing next to girlfriend Olivia Wilde at the premiere. Interesting. Oh, wait, wait. We have exclusive news here. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Florence Pugh avoided sharing a glance or greeting with co-star Harry Styles. Uh, There were hugs for everyone else from her. Plenty of kisses and selfies with fans, but nothing for Styles and Wilde. The drama, which has raged for about a month, has proved easily compelling as the movie. Uh, At the screening, the cast and crew stood to receiving standing ovation. Florence Pugh embraced her co-star Nick Knoll. And then rather abruptly turned heel and left. Now, was there a spit? Yeah, I think there was a spit. Well, I love the fact she just walked out. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm betting. Oh, man, he, I, he's he got like a woman in between him, and there's Chris Pine standing next to Olivia Wilde. Oh, Chris Pine is knocking the bottom out of that ass right there. Harry just got dumped. That's fantastic. I bet you he sucks as an actor. I'm just going to tell you right now, he sucks. 
Serene Branson reporting from the Grammys. It was 2011, but I remember us talking about it. Okay, I, I, I believe you. Now, now we all know that Conor McGregor is uh, is going to be in this adaptation of one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, called simply called the the one and only Roadhouse. But this movie has nothing to do with Roadhouse, with Jake Gyllenhaal and all this kind of bullshit. We know that 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 Conor McGregor's gonna, and I got to say his acting skills. I didn't know that he had them, but hey. He sold this one for me. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the nerdy guy that runs Facebook? The the guy who can barely spell coordinate is not coordinated. All right, I'm just telling you that right now. So Mark Zuckerberg, who's a big fan of the mixed martial arts world, is seen training. He's doing a sparring session with pro MMA fighter Kai the Shadow Woo. And Conor McGregor, testing his acting skills out, decided to tweet on the video and says, Hey, man, you look fucking awesome. I'm watching this video. Let's see. All right, four, three, two, one, skip ad. Good job, well, he's good at backing up. Oh, hey now. Oh, he's getting kicked in the leg a lot. Oh, a little combo. Good job. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, 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 real quick. Real quick. I, I put the video up for you to watch. Just real, real fast, real fast. First of all, they got big padded gloves on. They got big padded leggings on. And when you're one of the richest men in the world and there's a video camera following you, you tell the guy that you are paying to spar with you. Once again, you are paying him to spar with you. Hey, um, can you make me look good? Because I'm just telling you right now. I, I hope and pray that Mark Zuckerberg is wanting a fight with somebody sometime soon. I will get that on pay-per-view. I want him to fight somebody like Nate Diaz. I know Nate Diaz got is that fight this weekend, the fight against the uh the Russian fellow that looks like Habib's like younger brother that's supposed to kill him. I mean, damn. Come on, Mark Zuckerberg. Don't don't try to act like you're some sort of badass. We all know that Tom from fucking MySpace could whoop your ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, hang down, Jen. You're absolutely right. He says, fuck, if Mark Zuckerberg was my friend, I'd fucking lie to his face, too. It's all about the money. Oh, man. Joe Rogan, this is great. I'm so happy to see this. Training looks solid, too. Motherfucker, please. Watch all that shit get thrown out the window when somebody comes up to him in dark alleyway and says, I'm ready to fight. I would actually root for one of the Paul brothers if he wants to fight. <laughs> Boy, that's low, man. 
That's the one way you can root for Jake Paul. It's if he takes on Mark Zuckerberg. Now, what if Zuckerberg gets into a fight with Anthony Fauci? Boy, that would be that would be one where we just hope for double double death. Um, Anthony Fauci last weekend was told uh, has come out and said, "I've turned down eight million dollar salary jobs." Uh, he's retiring from his four hundred thousand dollar a year COVID advisor and says he's not motivated by money. And now says he may not testify to Congress if it becomes a character assassination. Um, uh, come again? You, you may not testify to Congress? Wait a second. Wait, you, you're going to turn... Uh, Congress wants you to testify, and you're going to say no. Well, brother, let me just tell you something. It's a good thing I ain't the president. Because, you see, what would happen is is that I would have Marine One there. That's the helicopter. And I'd be the one that gets off Marine One, goes to your house. I'll have security, my Secret Service, kick the fucking door in. And we put you in handcuffs, and I perp walk your ass out to Marine One to where you have to get... You can't turn down. No, I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna testify here. I, I mean, seriously, you, you, you. I'm not gonna testify in front of God. Really, because you have a choice. Wait, do all these people have a choice not to testify? I mean, I'm sure Brett Kavanaugh did not want to testify when they said, hey, you remember a party that you were at when you were 15? Well, the answer is no. Of course I don't remember a party that I was at when I was 15. I went to a lot of parties. Why? Because I was popular. Uh, LOL, I didn't know that it was a choice. And won the Diaz brother fighting in UFC Saturday. Okay, so Nate's fighting. Nate's fighting this guy. I'm actually rooting for Nate. I, I want Nate to win. Everybody's saying he's going to get the shit beat out of him by this fella. From something I heard from Joe Rogan, this is pretty impressive. This guy's like 4-0, and and he's been hit twice. He literally has more wins than people have hit him. That would scare me into submission right there. I'd walk in the ring. I Look, I, I know that somebody's got my number. I know. I, I say a lot of tough shit on this show. But, see, I tell you, say this tough shit, saying that I'm going to go and do my damn best, but I might not win. Because there's always somebody that's got your ticket. Always. No matter what. This guy would have my take. It's sitting at four and zero. He's only been hit twice. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Uh, let's see. Fauci last month he's re- uh, he's resigning or retiring. In a new interview, he says he has nothing to hide, but he won't play ball if he thinks probes amount to character assassination. Well, wait, wait, wait. What do you have to hide then? 
This is about character assassination. You know your character if you have nothing to hide. People who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. That's the old saying. It's a stupid saying, but it's still a saying. People that say, no, if this is a character, once you start making excuses, that means you got something to hide, motherfucker. Were you on Epstein Island? Did you know that the virus was going to be like this and still did it anyway? Mm-hmm. I can't pronounce this dude's name. Hamzat Shaminev is trained by Habib. Yeah, look, you can, I, I'm going to root for Nate Diaz, which I usually don't do because he's pretty stupid from Stockton. I mean, the guy in his first fight got a check for $28,000 and thought he could buy a house and a new car. Just saying. Uh, I admit it, he fights like him. Oh, he does. he's not trained by Habib? Okay. He said he'd previously participate in what he called legitimate oversight. Well, what's his different definition of oversight? I, I hope, I, I want this to be a character assassination. Of the worst kind. I want him to shit all. I want Congress to poop all over this guy's character. Mm-mm-mm. I'd like to see this guy fight Harry Styles. The hazmat guy. Is that his name, hazmat? That's what we're going to call him. We're going to call him hazmat. It's Hamzat, but I'll call him Hazmat. That's better. That's easier to say. That rolls off the tongue a lot better. Um, hey, Californians. <whistles> you might want to be careful when you go out to the beach next time you go to the beach. Especially in Southern California. Due to swarms of tiny, aggressive sea bugs... Who have an appetite for human feet? The bugs who have earned the nickname Mini Shark have been identified as waterline isopods, a crustacean that grows to be around uh, a third of an inch long. Well, that's that's huge, and can form swarms of more than a thousand of them. And they like to stay in the shallow water and bite people's feet. They quickly find barefoot waders and will bite into their flesh, drawing blood. The animals are so small, the bites are tiny but painful like a pinprick. Experts recommend uh, rapidly shuffling the feet to reduce but does not eliminate the number of bites. So, 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 so what you're telling me is yet another warning sign. How many signs do you people need not to go into the ocean? First of all, there's a big giant sign that says, Warning, shark spotted. Then you see a few jellyfish washed up on the beach, and you don't want one of them motherfuckers to sting you because that hurts like a sunbum. So you've managed to get around the, the sign that's trying to protect you. And then your first, your first encounter with a, another species, jellyfish, you make it past them, 
But now you got these goddamn, what do they call them, sand sharks or fit mini sharks that are in the sand that are going to be going, ratcha, 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 ratcha. Bloodying your feet, getting them ready for the sharks to smell that fucking blood in the water, and then a shark swims up on you and pretty much gives you the world's biggest... <laughs> Todd, say it at once. Say it a million times. I ain't got no sympathy for you motherfuckers. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, and, and, and by the way, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that's not even the ocean itself. The currents in the ocean that can pull you under and then slam you into the reef. That's not even sea life. That's just the ocean telling you don't fucking come in here. Yeah, we got to go down to the beach. Got to get the water. Yay. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, you, you want to gamble with your time there, Cowboys girl, you go right ahead. You get that water moxin that sinks its teeth into your ass, I'm just letting you know. I'll say I'm sorry for you. I'll feel bad. I will. Did you just poop and then get into bed without underwear on? Pretty much, yeah. I, and, and and then, you know, when you're like, yeah, I got to go to the hospital. They got to reattach my foot because a bear ate it. I mean, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm really, really sorry. But, um. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn. But toot, toot. And next time if I ever see you again, I will be wearing my toot, toot t-shirt. You're coming up to me on your fake foot because now your foot resting. Well, your foot turned into bear shit. That, that's what happens. When bears eat you, you turn into bear shit. It's not necessarily the way I want to go. I mean, I like my ashes spread on the field at Daryl K. Royal Memorial Stadium in Austin. I don't need them to be, you know, all over the, the Great Sierra Mountains as scat. Fucking bugs are biting people's feet bad now. Hey, Zeus Christmas. All right, our last story. <laughs> oh, I just laugh at this because it is, it. the the headline alone was great. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, God. This is a story of 18-year-old... Oh, you can tell this is bad. Her name is Emily. Emily Grover. And her mama, Laura Carroll. happened in Pensacola, Florida. And it seemed like young Emily wanted to be the homecoming queen. She wanted it so badly that she allegedly hacked in (laughs) to the school's computers in relation to the homecoming queen contest. 
She allegedly gained the access uh, via her vice principal mother's administration account. Um, she says that she was falsely arrested and that her civil rights were violated and her mother, Laura, were apprehended for allegedly hacking into the system to get votes. She pled no contest to the charges, which were then dropped after she's completed a supervised program. So pretty much she admitted to doing this, yet, this is the best part, she is now suing the school district for emotional distress because the college that, 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 that accepted her, well, I want to know what the name of the college is, the University of Western Florida, has rescinded their offer for her to attend the school after the incident. So she tried to rig the homecoming queen contest, right? Her and her, her vice principal mama. They got caught. She pled no contest. I pled no contest to my DUI. That means you're guilty without saying the word guilty. Her attorney now says her client's uh, completion of the program does and did not indicate her guilt. Uh, real quick. Um, why, if you're guilty, why would you do the program? If you're guilty, why did you plead no contest? She has filed a notice of intent in the uh, county in Florida she lives in to, to give her innocence back. Oh, I'm sure this girl's innocence was lost a long time ago. Oh, and I guess she won the homecoming queen contest, but it was only for a day? Oh, that's even better. By the way, her mom lost her job as an elementary school vice principal over the incident. So her mom's not vice principal of the high school, just another school. She used that to log in? Oh, this is fantastic. Quote, I have known that Emily logs into her mom's account in order to access grades and test scores since her freshman year. She looks up all of our group of friends' grades and makes comments about she can't find our test scores all the time. This girl's changing test scores, too. She got her mama's thing in there. Oh, damn. And now she's suing because she won the fake homecoming queen contest. Oh, I love it. it. But not suing the school. Oh, that's fantastic. That is a lady right there. That's a homecoming queen. That's who I want representing me. Hell, I'm in Florida. That's about the best person you could get. All right, that does it for us today, ass family. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie Channel, tomorrow we do have a celebrity-ass death match. I have one draw. Oh, this one's drawn up. The worst movie franchises. I got a special one for Friday. But worst movie franchises of all time tomorrow here at ArnieRadio.com. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, have a great Tuesday, and uh, adios. Play. Fucking thing.
lover On that little lie they call love Then out of the blue clear sky Falling right into your hand Like rain on the desert sand It's the last thing you had planned Then out of the blue clear sky Here she comes a walking, talking true love Saying I've been looking for you, love Surprise your new love has arrived Out of the blue clear sky Ain't love a funny thing One day you're giving up the dream you're picking out a ring Out of the blue clear sky Here she comes a walking, talking true love Saying I've been looking for you, love Surprise, your new love has arrived Out of the blue clear sky is outside waiting to arrest him.